Jack's RPG Podcast. I'm in Max, 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 Pursuing the RPG hobby with reckless abandon. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen of the internet. Hello. This is Happy Jack's podcast, RPG podcast, season 19, episode 7. And none of the usual people you see in these seats are here. Because it all belongs to us now. We control the horizontal. We control the vertical. (laughs) And we control the soundboard, so... And we're on time! So there! <laughs> Suck it, A team. On time. Well, one of us isn't. That's the. Well, yes. Oh, okay, so yeah. We can oh. talk about so that. Tempor- well, anyway, temporary. let's go around real fast. <laughs> my name is Kadave. You may have seen me before around these parts. To my left, Tim, Teleotic on the boards. Very good. And he was on last year for yeah, our team takeover about, show. Just about this time. Yeah. 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 Once a year, we let him in. <laughs> <laughs> the restraining order goes back in, in effect tomorrow. Once a year, you, you like to have me be on the show as opposed to telling stories about me on the show. I think is what it came, comes That's down to. Fair. That's, <laughs> fair. Know, That's fair. That's, That's fair. And, you know. and then I am Stephen Clockwork on the boards. Um, and uh, we are expecting one more who will... Yes. Is he on he- the... No, intro? he is not in the chat room. Um, he, uh, he, uh, he who shall not be named, whose hatred extends to many things, shall be here <laughs> a very short time from now. If he doesn't show up, we're going to pretend that he doesn't exist. Is yes, this yes. Okay. Yeah. I like that. We should yeah. have gotten you know, he's, he's, he's actually uh, behind my hat on the on the back side. Oh, That's... Right. And he has to come out like a like. Yeah. We can make short off. jokes like he just like he he's, just, yeah. you can't Reach just see him table. under the table. He <laughs> forgot he forgot his booster seat today, <laughs> so he may join us as soon as he finds it and gets off an airplane from the north. The north Anyhow, let me get started with some of this information. Why don't you get started with some of this information? Mm, yes, get started with this information. in tonight's episode. Did you want to say how how they can reach us? No. Well, fuck you. Because that's on the paper. I ain't got to start at the top of the paper. You do what you do. You do, do, you, do you, buddy. You do you, buddy. Squishy your head. You do you. I do this once a year, and I'm, I'm more on the ball here than you guys are. <laughs> Probably. I'm doing just fine here. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in this episode, Rav writes in about the power of the callback. Uh, Matt in Kanukistan, <laughs> which I like very much, uh, sends us an interesting game start scenario. New listener Jason asks about GM burnout. Josh from Orlando says that there is no defense for D&D. I agree. That's why I like it. (laughs) And then DM Frankie P, which sounds like an amazing... Rapper. Rapper, DJ, slash slash game master, um, sends a GM horror story, which are our favorite... Uh, and a request for advice. Which is the wrong episode for that. So Let's see what we come up with for uh, DM Frankie P. We apologize already. Uh, uh, if you'd like to reach us, you can uh, email. Well, if you would like to reach the normal folk, um, you can reach us at happyjacksrpg at gmail.com. Uh, social media, Twitter, happyjacksrpg, uh, all one word. Also on Instagram? 
Uh, yes, at Happy Jacks RPG. At I was unaware that we had an Instagram. Yes, I should do that thing. You can sometimes see photos of us sprawled about the table during games. Ooh. Can we yes. post to the Instagram tonight? No, I no. don't have access to any of that. <laughs> they don't because trust they us will. that much. And no, do no. you blame <laughs> them? I don't, nope. nope. Yes. Kimmy would um, assassinate me. Pretty much. I... And also, um, if you would like to watch the show live, you can find it at happyjacks.org slash live, happyjacks.org slash twitch, or happyjacks.org slash YouTube. Or search for Happy Jacks RPG Live on any of those streaming sites, and you will see us. Yeah, shockingly, <laughs> I think it's, it's easy to find. Us in many places. Yes. Yeah, the Tim that's with us tonight is not Proby Tim. No. no. This Tim has actually been on the show longer than original than Proby Tim. Um, just less frequently. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. He has a long... Quality, not quantity. Yeah. I appreciate You're, that. You are a quality Tim. I have, Tim, I have qualities. The Tim that's with us tonight is an amplitude <laughs> modulation Tim. <laughs> Proby Tim is a, a frequency a modulation. A baseline Tim. shirts is not one of my you're a, qualities. You're, you're a baseline yeah. Tim. I think all other Tims shall be gauged behind your name you. tag. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. You have, we all have little floaty names. I, there's nothing there to see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, now, we shall take a moment and talk about what we played this week, or if anything crazy happened. Mm. Especially if you happen to learn anything useful. Yeah, I actually didn't play any tabletop uh, games uh, this week. Um, That's okay. I did play some video games this week, which had some relevant lessons for me. I see. What did you play? Were that, uh, sometimes you spend a lot of time like learning a system or learning some powers, and you think you're really on top of it, and then uh, it comes down to crunch time, game time, you're going to show off for your friends, and you just... Um, Performance anxiety? Fail miserably. <laughs> like, <I see. laughs> none of your plans come to fruition. Everything goes off the rails. This is just part of life. Um, fits in RPGs too. Yeah. Wait. What did I learn from that? I didn't learn anything from that. Because <laughs> you're gonna do it again, right? Of course I am. <laughs> of course I am. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's yeah. kind of like when you make a recommendation to a friend to go to a restaurant. Oh yeah. Like, oh, you should really check out this restaurant. Right. It's amazing. And then they go, and it's shit. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And you always feel worried about it, like, mm, uh, it's like because it's like maybe is this time is are they going to yeah, be good this yeah. time? Mm-hmm. I don't know. And then it, but it also makes you question everything. Like maybe, maybe I have bad taste. Maybe maybe right. I maybe I am a wrong person. Maybe. <laughs> I'm not as good as I thought I was. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, true. All that. Yep. Yep. All of that true. I see. <laughs> but you're you're in agreement on that part. Quality ten. <laughs> Didn't say what kind of quality. Um, I actually uh, had two games. Uh, I'm, that I'm running. Nice. Um, I'm running both in Savage Worlds. One is uh, Pirates of the Spanish Main setting, and the other is a sci-fi setting that's more anime, kind of like Outlaw Star. Um, and one thing I learned is that you kind of never know what your because both are kind of sandboxy in their setting, but you never know what a group is going to actually do because my Pirates of the Spanish Main. Has and they know this. They're a bunch of assholes. They're pirates. They're pirates. No, no, the players themselves yeah. are assholes. That's you know. some of the visitors of the shit zombie game that many yes. of you have heard. The about shit zombie like players from the shit zombie game are the players in the Pirates of Spanish Main. They took over a Spanish ship and are now like their whole charter, their articles, and everything. They've decided that they're going to liberate slaves. That is going to be their driving force. And I was like, oh, wow, fair play to the queen. Like, that's really cool. I did not think that was going to be the 
out of thing, pillage and, you know, set everything on fire. But then my group that's filled with, like, teachers and social workers and good-hearted, like, there's a paramedic, like, in real life, they all do these, you know, amazing, empathetic jobs. Um, they were going to let a space station die. Like, they're like, oh, so we need to go and break into this lab and, you know, stop a virulent, you know, biological weapon? Can't we just kidnap our favorite noodle, like, house restra- restaurateur and, and beat feet? Like, can't we just do that? Yes. Like, and because I didn't want to rip up my entire encounter, I was like, well, you do remember your ship's being worked on right now. It's, you have no light speed. You have no hyperdrive. I'm like, oh, well. Joy I, kill. I, I guess we'll go ahead and save the space station then. Why are you such a buzzkill? Seriously. Oh, you know, that, me and my railroads, that's what I do. You're the one that, that talked these noodles up. They're just following what you put into the game originally. Hey, as, as the space station goes, so goes Wong's famous noodle. They have an emotional attachment to noodles, yeah, but not to this anonymous space station. We, well, that's where the, but that's where the space station houses the noodle house. Yeah, but now they're thinking about franchising. <laughs> they, they, they were just going to kidnap the dude and see? run. See? They, I know their I, mind. Yeah, it's... it's what you're talking about sounds like something we're going to talk about later, which is I and, and goes into my theory, which yep, is that yep. um, the most socially progressive people are joyful monsters <laughs> in game. Uh, yeah, no, there's like, it, a, there's a, like an inverse relationship, pretty much. It, 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 maybe they just need to blow off steam or something like that. But yeah, I was really surprised that the anime cat was like, was there any money in this? Because there is an actual anime cat, like it's a talking cat. Um, I and, was in this game. Yes, that, it was a game, and I think we talked about it before. And uh, and about three, yeah, I think uh, three sessions in, I was like, "We're an evil party, right?" Is is that? I, I didn't know that coming in. <laughs> I know I didn't read the wiki, but hey, are, are, we, we, the an evil, are we an evil party? We have these uniforms, and there's all these skulls everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I, are we? Are we? Are we evil? So I'm I'm not surprised to hear that after. My moderating influence exited. Um, that um, that uh, things continue in that trajectory. Because Tim, you tend to be the paladin of the group, even when you're playing something else. You're right. I have a tendency. To, yeah. I have a tendency you, you, that. you can yeah. help that. You know, and yes. I, I know that the listeners don't care or anything. But uh, just so you know, one of the people who you, th- who you thought was super evil, yeah, was working for the Freedom Fighters the entire time. In their I, character I don't even background, what are you talking about? Altunius. Yeah, I don't believe it. It's in her background. It's all a lie. It's in, her, it's in the background. <laughs> her background is is full lies. She's like a lie to the and GM in your backstory. That's an amazing <laughs> idea. <laughs> she dissimulates constantly. I, love I actually love the great. Uh, idea. That is, yeah, is hey, well, there you it's go. That's, there's, there's, he'll be he'll be there's something surprised. you learned today, kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lie to your GM. Give them a false backstory. So that <laughs> actually, that, the, the darkness attacks you back. I That's think I want back in the game. We're full up. I got, oh, I got, I got six right. right now. Now that I know you're I'm, so gullible, I'm, <laughs> yeah, full in. Yeah, the now. Oh, sorry. Oh no, I was just gonna say six people is plenty for a game. Oh yeah. Anything yeah. more than that, yeah. I'm like, nope, nope. Yeah. No, no, there's no need, no reason to do that. Yeah. Um, and then this week, uh, well, I since the last little bit, I played. The Masks game, not this week Monday, but the week before Monday. When is that actual play going to come out? Is that already out? Or is there a delay? Uh, there's a delay when the just the audio feed gets posted, but uh-huh. the videos are up almost immediately. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, 
Stu has his method for posting the, the podcast mm-hmm. stuff, and I don't know what it is because there's like a hieroglyphic calendar on the <laughs> the door over there, and I don't know how to. No, I got nothing. Um, but uh, that game, as always, is super fun. Um, I'm actually having a really good time with that because it's the first time I've gotten to play Apocalypse World more than just a one shot. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of interesting to see how the characters actually progress as we actually fail and get experience. Nice. Um, so I've been having a blast with that. And I'm loving the, the corporate hero thing that I went with. Mm-hmm. It's so much fun. <laughs> like, the idea of, well, yeah, of course, in a world with superheroes, they're going to get corporate sponsors, and some superheroes are going to figure out how to cash in on that earlier than others. But it, it's um, uh, Mystery Men. Yeah. yeah. A little bit, but I didn't go quite as far as Mystery Men. It's you, more like... You don't have the logos? No, it's, it's more like the... That was definitely inspiration <laughs> for the idea, for sure. But it's more like all of the big mascots you've yeah. seen for products. Mm-hmm. So, like... Your yeah, Colonel think, Sanders yeah, with a cape. Well, I, I, I like the superhero, the colonel, the king, the clown. You know, like, just the, those are their superheroes, but they've decided to have a major corporation pick them as their mascot. <laughs> See, the, I... Uh, the underlying idea seems dangerous, though, just because you can follow a money trail back to the individuals being sponsored. Is You're that right. not? Yeah, and that, that's actually something I've never seen considered in this kind of scenario. I suppose that's true. I mean, it's kind of the thanks big... for telling the GM that idea, Assface. <laughs> <laughs> but what are the odds that the GM is listening? Yeah, nope, he never well, listens I, to the show. This is, not well, one well, of this it. is my job to bring new ideas to this podcast. You're right, I you're guess. right, you're right. Well, no. it's fundamentally it's like the bank, it's, it's like the Banksy true. problem. You know, like somebody knows who Banksy is because he started to have his own shows, right? Yeah, like yeah. the the circle of people that have to, that. Know his identity it widens, and it's going to make him more of a target. For sure. I don't, yeah. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Why and that's going to be a thing. Colonel Sanders, man. Maybe Chicken it's like an delicious. escrow account. You know. Right, but like that yeah. kind of a deal. Well, somebody in the in the somewhere somebody knows, but they're not necessarily a secret identity even. Okay. Like. You right. know, they're always their superhero self. Okay. It's not like they're going home to suburbia and living with their family. I mean, I guess if you're that super, you don't there, really care if somebody has access to your... What was it? There was, an episode, there was an episode of Community where W2s. Subway had a corporate, you know, entity, and they were a student there, and a guy basically had to sign away his name and identity, and it's like, I am just Subway. I'm How are Subway. you? Yeah. <laughs> I, am, I have to be generically... Very kind and empathetic towards everybody because I'm I am Subway. Mm. <laughs> I like I like I don't remember that contractually bad, but I probably watched it while I was half asleep. Well, that, I think it came out right around Twins Year One. Oh yeah, no. So don't yeah, you don't remember right. that entire year is a yeah. blur. <laughs> um, then uh, this last Saturday we had our big international tabletop day. How'd that go? Thing where we did two back-to-back games streamed. Uh, I was only in one of the games. The first game we that was that weekend was um, Masks uh, that uh, Jason, the Mohawked maniac, um, he uh, he ran for a bunch of folks, including some new people, which is awesome. It's super fun to have new folks around. Uh, and then uh, Dave, seventy-seven of the uh, Spirit of seventy-seven RPG ran. A uh, scenario that they've just now released called Wrath of the Cons, where it's a little bit Galaxy Quest, 
because we're all the cast of a 60s sci-fi which, show which with is a big still, following. You know, the yeah. second best Star Trek movie. Mm. I, I I would venture. Was the close. second best Star Trek movie? Period. Yeah. Or second. Wrath of Khan, Galaxy Quest. Uh, Undiscovered Country Undiscovered is Country a is seriously there, great yeah, movie. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I, yeah. Based on like your mood, if you're in the mood for Galaxy Quest, Undiscovered Country is sure. solid. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, no, no. I'm not you, disparaging it. You backpedal a little bit here, but <laughs> but I'm saying Galaxy Quest is fantastic. Yes. The only one is that is hands down better is Wrath of Khan. Continue. I'm sorry, but um, it was fun. We had a really good time with that game. Um, it's still available on the Twitch stream and YouTube, and then you'll see the podcast of it appear at some point if it hasn't already. No, no, wait. I'm not even sure it's the best comedy Star Trek because Star Trek Four is hilarious. <laughs> Star Trek Four is this hilarious. Is, it's hilarious. Is, I know I'm pulling this conversation back, but it is, the, it is particularly I'll, hilarious. I'll bite you, Tim. When it's you've been cool. up for 30 hours straight, I will say, but. But it's it's good it's good at any time. Where do you store the nuclear weapons? You know, where are the nuclear vessels? <laughs> nuclear vessels. You know. You know a little trivia about that Sorry. scene. Yes. Totally filmed by the cinematographer for Candid Camera. Okay. From a van across the street, police officer, actual San Francisco cop, didn't know he was in a scene until after. <laughs> that is wonderful. That is amazing. Yeah. 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 Um, but, but come on. Do I have a last name? You have a last name, guy. Do I? <laughs> Do I? <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Off top. All right. Fine. I'll fight you. No, you won't. Uh, yeah. No, I won't. Then, uh... I'll be beat up on your pictures. We had a really good time. <laughs> I was super <laughs> proud of my character that I played, because I played the doctor, the analog to DeForest Kelly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Dr. McCoy. Um, and I practiced something before the game doing the, like, angry DeForest Kelly eye twitch. Share with like the group. The, yeah, the just, AC, you can do it. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But nobody picked up on it the whole game, and it wasn't until the next day when Dave was watching the video again, and he <laughs> nice. went, hold, like, then I see this thing appear in Slack, okay. and he's like, holy shit! Dave was doing them I the whole time. And I was like... Method, buddy. Method. You gotta get in there. Uh, that was awesome. And then this last Monday was our momentous Tomorrow Legion Savage Worlds Rift game that I ran, which was a lot of fun, um, especially because we managed to get a remote player into the game with Bill on Skype since he was out of town um, that worked amazingly well with only... A couple of minor things that we can improve for doing that in the future. But we're super excited because it actually worked. So that means we can think about doing stuff like having a remote guest now and then on just the regular podcast. Ooh. Those things can happen in the future. The future. Um, in the year 2000. Yeah. <laughs> many, many years from now. That when the calendar future. is forgotten. But uh, let us... Go ahead and move on. Let us continue. For it is time for the featured email. Or top. Stu, Stu didn't trust you with the soundboard, did he? Dave doesn't need a soundboard. He did. I can make it work. I can, make I, it work. This is, every time I oh, come on the show, no, nope. it's a struggle with the You soundboard. dress in the manner of a male prostitute. 
Oh, we can't hear what it is. I wish I had the headphones on uh, now no, so that I could get that you that's can, a damn shame, isn't it? <laughs> the delight. Right. The, the delight. The, and the. The, uh, the delay. <laughs> Legendary copper. Here, I have some headphones if you need to borrow some. No, yeah. There's some down there. I'll just wear them. It's the like the earbuds. Where would we plug it in? I don't even know. It's fine. This will get. This is an air conditioning unit, it sounds like. Oh. Yes. It just that air conditioning unit was really loud all of a sudden because we're too hot. Yeah, so incredibly hot. I think, I think Lure calls it Honeywell. They named theirs. Uh, but um, <clears throat> here we go. Here we go. Let's do it. The power of the callback from Rav. Greetings, my douche misers. Or douche Or, or douche miser standards. I like the douche miser. Because I think about the heat miser. Hey, Mr. Smith. Rankin and Bass, like a douchebag animated clay douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> be pretty good. Hey, Mr. Joe. Yes. There's Mr. Douche Miser. It'd be so hilarious. Uh, I'm <laughs> Mr. Douche. I'm Mr. Douche. It's too early to laugh at your jokes. It's too early. <laughs> Drink some more. <laughs> Keep drinking. We'll get funny. Keep drinking. It happens. Uh, <clears throat> uh, this is Rav from, I assume, Virginia and Virginia. not the Veterans Administration. Uh, Could be both. And I would like to regale you with some of my recent events in my Norse campaign and the satisfying payoff of the long callback. Uh, as I've mentioned in previous emails, I've been running a lot of the Norse campaign with the same core group of players since 2008. Very nice. Roughly monthly, which... Holy it's shit, impossible. man. He's that's a liar. A decade of gaming once a month with the same people, that's pretty good. Maybe he lives on a space station. Right, they can't leave. <laughs> I mean, there's really few options. It's like, what are we going to do? Play the game. <laughs> you have no choice. Uh, but yeah, congratulations. A lot can happen in nine years yeah. of play, he says, and you're right, a lot can. Like people moving away, but apparently you're lucky enough that didn't happen. Um,. Well, he says chorus. So that means the drummer's changed. <laughs> what do I, I have what. on my face? <laughs> Besides doing, my face. You were doing the microphone breathing. Oh, I was. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. It's okay. Let me lean forward. Uh, it's especially perilous with better the paper on the, on the anyway, table. You know. Because then okay. you paper on the table because you look down at yes, the Yes, I can see this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but my here we are. Apologies. It's all right. A human. A human ranger gets cursed into being a humanoid tree because she abused the magical nature of a fairy ring. Abused. A Jarl finds his wife remarried to his best friend because he lost two years of time having left Midgard via disappearing island controlled by an angry Holdra, completely missing out on the birth of his own son. A druid that has embraced a wolf god and has become her personal emissary. Good work if you can get it. Amen. Hey, I'll I'll be an emissary of a wolf god. Just call me up. I'm free. Um, I've had other players come and go too A bear berserker who could see into the spirit world An enforcer of hell The goddess's agent on Midgard A red-headed lumberjack With a personal vendetta against trees Oh, they must really enjoy the uh, ranger Yeah, let's hope they meet often (laughs) Um, A fierce warrior from Valhalla Who fought for Odin during Ragnarok And found herself in a new world Where Ragnarok hadn't uh, Actually happened yet Uh, Each of these players Played for a few sessions, some only one, but they still had an impact on the world that my players inhabit. 
Recently, the players have returned to their homeland after an extended trip to Alfheim, the home of the elves. Only two days had passed on Midgard, despite having spent two weeks in Alfheim. It's a good thing elves live a long time, because otherwise they really wouldn't last that well. Uh, a mysterious castle beyond the early Iron Age of the current Norse suddenly appeared in the mountains above the Jarl's villages of Hawksness and Barogier? Barogier? Barogier. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know what the G sounds like in... In Norse. Norse. I don't know. It's like the the gibbering gamer. The gibbering jamer. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Gibbering jamer? Gibbering jamer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Here is where the callbacks begin. Callback number one. They traveled to a nearby village of Voss, the real-world location of Vossvangen, Norway, to speak with Fergus, the Jarl of Voss. Fergus's daughter was a player character that for one or two sessions back in 2011 uh, was the red-headed lumberjack that hated trees. She is tied up to a wall in an insulated back room of her father's... Long house. Long house! Screaming and thrashing while wearing the helm of an enforcer of hell. The Jarl and his men have all tried and failed to remove the helm from her head. You're going to have a bad time. Callback number two. The helm that's... long, yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll jump in on this one. Uh, The the helm of Merida is wearing belonged to the mother of another player character who is going to be an enforcer herself. The players, having met that mother and left with her helm, figured it would be too powerful and too dangerous to be left in mortal hands, so it was buried under a tree in the field surrounding Voss. Merida found it after chopping down the unnatural monstrosity that is a tree. (laughs) Ha, shades tree. Um, the players helped out Marita accidentally summon Hell again, and she becomes another one of Hell's enforcers on Midgard, and is tasked with helping the players. They go to visit the nearby druid for more help and information about the mysterious castle. Callback number three. Very uh, game showy. Sorry. Um, the druid has her has in her care two children: the quarter elven daughter of the bear berserker, and apparently the clone daughter of our cursed tree ranger. The players knew of the Berserker's daughter, but the tree clone was new. Very early in the game, 2010-ish, the cursed ranger found herself trapped by a witch that had managed to steal a leaf from her head before the ranger escaped. The witch, not knowing what to do with the rapidly growing child, entrusted the care, entrusted the care to a friend. The player, and hence her character, have a soft spot for children. She fell in love immediately. All these things I could have left out of the game. They had no real impact on the main plot of the characters are following, but each callback gave the players an oh shit moment and will likely stick with the players for the duration of the game. It enhanced their buy-in and immersion as the history of the game ties in so completely with their characters. All actions have consequences, no matter how small, they're no less significant to the player. Thanks for the show, guys. Keep up the good work. P.S. I would love to watch you guys live, but I would be bored to tears, especially during this episode. I routinely listen to my podcast at one and a half speed. You get used to it very quickly, but that also means that listening to it at normal speed draws everything out. It's not you, it's me. <laughs> PPS, drink something good for me. Yay. No, I'm, I am all for doing callbacks and mining people's backgrounds and things that they do in a game. Just dialing that back into the game 
Because, yeah, yeah no. If, if that... You can't come up with anything new? Yeah, exactly. No, because... If PCs can do the work for me as a GM, yeah. hells yeah. That's true. You don't even have to write anything in advance. Oh, no. That's no. why Traveler Character Creation is the best system. <laughs> because all kinds of wealth of information for you are provided. Yeah. After nine years, you'd have so much material that really... Yeah, and that's the thing. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, and eventually they're going to have you know NPCs and you know things that happen that are going to keep on going, but... Um, uh, one thing all I that can say is way to blow blow all three callbacks in one in one game. You know, because <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do now? <laughs> that that could have that could have been four months worth of information yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. Yeah. And since you're living on that space station trapped, you really want to stretch. It <laughs> you out. want to stretch out those callbacks. You may want to shrink the podcast, but you should stretch out the stretch out the gaming <laughs> sessions. You know, I have to say, I cannot imagine a future, like, manned mission to Mars where they don't take an RPG with them. Yeah. Like... Yeah. I mean... Because well, you can take You're an astronaut, you're going to be a nerd. Right. Yeah, I mean, at some level, there's a great percentage of crossover between... That Venn diagram science is a circle. ...and tabletop players. I can see some kind of Kim Stanley Robinson scenario where actually the GM is, like, somebody trained by the agency involved... Oh, yeah. Specifically because... Because it's a psychological release valve? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you didn't actually have that scenario, you may... If you didn't have a very good GM, you wouldn't want that to happen on, on your long space trip. Because yeah, yeah. people have a tendency to... Yeah. To cross Get that super emotional boundary. And, yeah. You know, um, it, would cre- it would create create problems and dissension. Um, but if it was used, I think, effectively, I think you're right. Yeah. 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 Um, so th- that's so. There you go. Future future space travelers. Well, we're supposed to. Be hey, going, if you're playing, we're supposed to be going to Mars. If you're in a role you playing know. game right now, hey. you're being manipulated. If you <laughs> by the political officer. No, no. Hey, <laughs> quiet you. If you happen to work for SpaceX, I'm available. I'm happy to run <laughs> games for any future astronauts via space Skype. Whatever future technology you people already have that I don't know about, Here, I'm ready. Here's my advice. Yeah. Lie to the GM. <laughs> In your backstory. <laughs> yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I have all manner of training. No, no, we're good. No, I can You're be perfect astronaut. for the space travel. <laughs> You're perfect for it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, Rav. No, I mean, yeah, I, I, I have you in your, because when you're running your games, did you do any, like, uh, do any mining for, well, actually, no, your players will probably listen to this. My players don't, so... No, I mean, ask your question, and I'll well, answer as best I can without... Do you mine your players' backstory for future plot hooks and for... Because these were kind yes. of background stuff, yes. but there was a lot of, like... Hey, know, yeah, we'll bring that, we're gonna, that little storyline back. We're going to bring yeah. that back. Well, yeah. That was the whole point of, the, of, of uh, you know, your players giving you backstories, or you're, you were basically sure. trying to bribe them with XP in order to do it. Was it... You can you can create more depth out of the, out of those things. Oh yeah, no and um, really for all narratives, I don't think it's RPGs, but uh, that kind of nested structure, you know, sure. like mm-hmm. it, oh yeah, or Chekhov's gun, if you know. Behold the hatred! Hey, hey, what's up? Someone found a booster seat. I hate you. The man, the myth, <laughs> the legend. Wait, which which of us is that? Yes. Okay. Everything. Just hey, deep breaths. Hey, deep you breaths. ran. He ran Are so you far away. 
<laughs> five hundred miles. Know. No, I couldn't get away. I know he was going. I know he was. Yeah, I just, just switched the, the proclaimers. The Thank you very much. Robert loves certain things. One of those things is the eighties. One of the few kind things of he obvious, does love. <laughs> One of the few things he does love. That's no, true. he loves lots of things. No, like no, the eighties. Star Wars. He loves two people's nipples. Mostly mine, I guess. No, Dave's more than yours. Okay. Which is why I'm not sitting next to him. I knew you put him next to me for a reason. That was all stew. Thank you very much. This this side is way too pitchy now. Like between his high pitched voice and mine, I it's no good. I totally forgot my headphones. You know we That's don't record in stereo, right? No, I know, but uh, I don't want the the thing See? hitting the watch mark. He brought his headphones He's only because he can he can hear only the actual soundboard. I was listening to the podcast on the drive. What are you listening to with Howard? What are you hooked in with? There's right in front there, of you. There's a, there's a headphone jack. Yeah, I offered you headphones. Yes, and you but said you did. No. But I said, but where do we right. hook it in? And we looked about. As and, so and wait, no wait. I, there was no solution. I don't want headphones. Can you tell this is the B team? I don't want to derail things. <laughs> oh, but you do, sir. Well, not this time. Well, anyway, Every time. I heard you guys talking about the late. callbacks. What what was your point? Thank Stephen? you once again, Rob. The callbacks are done. We're we're moving on. In, Thank you very much, Rob. And done. we totally agree. You know what? We'll come back to the subject at the end. Yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah. it'll be a call. That's, See what I you did there. Okay. I brought an extra pair of Thank earbuds. You. Very much, Dave. Right <laughs> under Dave. the table top thing. There's a little well, that's headphone going. jack. Um, uh, starting <laughs> as a prisoner, Matt from Kanukistan. Oh, wait, wait. Whoa. We have now entered I feel like that's a euphemism. the, the mailbag. Yes. It's spelled wrong on this one. Uh, no. Yeah, it's legendary copper. Oh no, I didn't do that. Oh, where is it? Uh, uh, Somebody's running out of toner. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Invertebrate. <laughs> <laughs> I actually heard that somewhere. I don't know. Here, here. Serpent's blood. Serpent's blood. Serpent's blood. So the mailbag starting hey, as a prisoner. Hey. What? You did be. You did call back to. You did the. Yeah. Yeah. Move it on. Here, you just made it. Yeah, you just right. made it. Jump in. Read. This one's this one's. Wait, wait. Though. Who are you? Hi, my name's Rob. Hi, Rob. What's up, Rob? How you guys doing? Oh, you're he, just hamming up for the camera. He has uh. forged his way through the Valley of Hate to get here in time. Known as LAX. Known no, as Burbank. the Central Thank Valley. God. Oh, oh, Jesus. Thank uh, God. Yeah, good call. Otherwise, I'd still be driving through LAX. <laughs> anyway, uh, starting as a printer, prisoner. Starting as a By prisoner. By the way, is that a toner? Yeah, a toner on his paper. <laughs> yes. Nice. Starting as a prisoner from Matt from Kanukistan, which is like south and a little bit west of Quebec. It's the oil-rich part of Canada. Oh, oh. <laughs> wait. Dave. What? The only accent you have. Or That's do you true. want me to do it? Do I, it. I can do it if you want. I, uh, like, I can go full, eh? But it's up to you, eh? You do it. Do it. All right, because my, my Canadian sometimes All discussion Mexican. after well, it. Well, yeah, you, you slip into that. Even. <laughs> I know, it's just, I get it's it. Happened. Just remember, there's no Canadians that are named Little Puppet. Oh, little Puppet. How do you know? Jack. Happy <laughs> at all. Eh? Eh? I just wanted to relay a really great game intro that a friend of mine used. Little Puppet. We started as prisoners, eh? We were chained and each... <laughs> you know what? Go for it. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Go, go on, Snowball. Go La Puente. Go La Puente accent. Awesome, eh? That's right, Casper. And each already had a noose around our neck. Now I've gone full Mexican. Then he says, 
So tell me why you were accused of witchcraft. We provided all our answers. I can remember. I can, I can remember. I, I can remember a couple of I them. I had some forties, you know. <laughs> I said, I slept with the wrong noble's daughter. Eh? Someone oh, said fine. they were an outlander, like from the valley, and the locals hated his people. <laughs> One of us said, because I'm a witch. That's witch, not otherwise. I'm making all this up, dude. Sorry, Matt. I'm fucking up your email like crazy. Then we were granted last-minute pardons by the cardinal, and we were informed that we owe him our life for life, por vida. We had a problem. He had a problem that only a group of undesirables like us can help him with. I know, I know this plot line. So then you turned into a giant Aztec, Aztec fire god, right? <laughs> Dude, I love that character. I legitimately love that character. That was that was the best thing about Suicide Squad. Maybe the old, maybe the old. Maybe the old maybe. I saw it on a plane, so it would entertain me. I actually was kind of so amused by your bad accent that I you didn't, didn't gain any of the contact. Get so, content. So let me translate really quickly. All right. So Matt from Kanukistan. Yes. Which is he just wanted to relay a really great game intro that a friend yeah. of his used. Yeah. Oh, okay, great. It's, okay. It's, uh, they started as prisoners, you see, and they were <laughs> no. That's a good synopsis. <laughs> Why did you say that? But basically, I, I so so Matt. They all started as prisoners, and, and then they said, "So why were you prisoners?" And everybody gave an answer, kind of like what we've done for all of the apocalypse world stuff, okay. and including the uh, the D and D game that we're in, like where they set up a scene and they said, "Okay, why." Mm. Which Stork called contrived on the last <laughs> podcast. He says that those questions are contrived, and I think that's a whole debate all in of itself. But yeah. let's bring Stork in what's, here. Let's fight him. And, and yes. that's that's a callback. Um, so, so uh, thanks, Rav. <laughs> <laughs> but I, one of three. <laughs> I, I like. I don't know. I've already offered to fight a couple people. I mm. like what what like each of the answers were individually but yeah. then also but then also like having the cardinal jump in and be like well, okay now you owe me your life it's very different from the from the start of you're all you wake up you're in prison and there's a bunch of people next to you what do you do right which is the usual which is, which which is, is a the, very common kind of yeah. starting trope it's like it's well, the evil tavern you all meet in the bar why can't we meet at a uh, know, panera bread, uh, panera bread. It's, it's like but it's we all meet in the bar, bar. You know? needed a Panera bread. It's 2000. We're playing in outer space. Why are we still, you know? But but granted, why no, do we meet at the guy's office? The, the really good thing about this intro, though, is like what you were getting at is the they all had to give their own reasons, and they that was it's like no, that gives them a I little bit it. of yeah. player directions. Mm-hmm. This is ridiculous. You're a bad person. Why are you bad? Why are you bad? Maybe no, it could be it, like one guy wasn't bad. Jail? He Why was just born that way, like Lady Gaga. You, oh, you're born. He was that just way. an outlander. I don't know. It, That's not bad. I'm not well, saying. It, it's, it, it's not saying that the executioner's mm. right there going. So why am I hanging you today? It's not. It's what like, did you do? It's why are you there? It's it's a it's right. a why are you there? It's and it I, doesn't I necessarily no have to be like the executioner saying. It's like so. What brings you here today? You know, it's it's like just like why is why are you here? What and that gives you some character direction. I have no problem with asking characters for backstory, but this is putting them on the spot, having them make up something that is gonna. I mean, which role okay. playing is that? What you're getting at? 
But this is like th- this is this is cheap. This is cheap GMing. I don't. This have, is like I don't have cards. Is, Winner oh, to oh, the king. Oh, oh wow. my god! Wow! He just called the entire idea of the apocalypse <laughs> engine cheap. Cheap GMing. I think this is cheap GMing because this is. Is it contrived? This is contrived. It's not contrived. It's, it's, actually, it's actually the opposite. Oh wait, no, wait. What camera? It's the opposite of contrived because no one because the GM did not contrive to provide a story to bring them together or or anything. He well, no. made them decide in the first session. Well, no, like, the, the GM the GM did bring a story. The story was the cardinal gave him a pardon because he needed some undesirables, some yeah, a squad that is you know expendable. Cardinal MacGuffin says, "Go out and get." Father MacGuffin for me. Basically, where I see this is that... They're brothers. What? They're right. brothers. That's why he wants them to go get him. Mm-hmm. His um, brother would be at least a Monsignor if I, he was a cardinal. That's fair. Yeah. They're not really good brothers. Newly, oh. newly crowned I will say this proves that if your players are engaged, I guess there's, a, there's no such bad... There's just these bad storytelling, but this is, well, no, this is derived from a very recent movie, <laughs> and I think that it's cheap to have your players have to tell you why they're, why, why they're there in the beginning of the first session. In all well, fairness, with the backlog the of emails, providing a backstory come out before the Suicide <laughs> I don't know Squad. If we're that yeah. But it's, it's like the, the player telling them why they're in jail is just them giving you a backstory. When I had you in my game, I did the same thing. Yeah, but you gave us time what? to think about it. But you I gave us, you time you, to think you about it. parameters. But we actually we went with something that, that actually was meaningful to us as yeah. opposed to being put on the spot and having to and having to, to come up with a one word answer for this jail guard. You know? Like, Some of us in this room have a significant amount of quick mental flexibility. Others are more analytical in nature. Which isn't necessarily a bad thing. That's true. But, but that's but that's very interesting because because most most Dog. of the Happy Jacks cast, I think, have because of the years in rent fair and having to play on the spot and the improv and stuff like that do come from that mental flexibility where whereas tim like is seeing this in a completely different way well, which, and I, can, I can see where some players may not be entirely comfortable with on the spot yeah that's and, fascinating and as long as a gm like has that flexibility of saying okay we'll come back to you yeah. Could you do it in like three or four minutes after hearing everybody else kind of give theirs and sure, like give something that you're comfortable fundamentally, with? Fundamentally, when I'm creating a character, I'm going to I'm going to be happier with my character. I'm going to feel more invested in my character if I actually have time to come up with the backstory before the game starts. Then, if I am forced well, to invent invent a reason for me to be in jail on the first but in the first it's, session, it's not to say that you know, you, these people didn't base their answers on their backstories that they already created. Yeah. See, because well, this is just a you're, you're right. This but is I'm just a quick off blur, this paragraph, right? Because I'm saying that this sounds like. Like, this sounds to me like a GM, I'm, and maybe I'm just being ornery here, but I, it sounds like... Man, Tim's angry. The, an angry this man. sounds like a GM that's He's like, I don't have anything prepped. Uh, you, guys are in, you guys are in jail. Why are you there? You know? Like, it's... Well, no, because this sounds like it's the that's intro... What it sounds like to me. It sounds because it's an intro to a campaign, because he already has, you know, Cardinal MacGuffin there. Um, so... Who's to say that he didn't like do even that, what, even what like I did? A, where it's such like a worn out trope. You well, know? no, but who's to say okay, that? Well, uh, you guys did that stuff. Now well, we have one paragraph. Give you pardon. Who's to say that the GM didn't send out an email before? It's like, hey, you're going to start off in jail. Think about why you were there. Would you be fine with that if he gave him a yeah, week? I would. Okay, I would. Okay. I'm going to say I would that be Matt Canuckstan's GM did that. Well, that, I, that's I, not that's not mentioned in, in, in this message. 
Well, that's true. Do you, but and, and trust in little okay, puppet. Okay. Trust in little puppet. This maybe what I'm really saying is, well, then don't don't be the dark side version of this. Don't be the lazy version that, that prompts this scenario to occur. That has people show up with characters and then goes, eh, you're all in jail. Right. Why are you in jail? I got nothing to play. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, no, no. I've, but I play Mecca. But yeah. yeah, I mean, like I'd rather I'd rather <laughs> not have that because that's the worst. And now now this makes me want you, Tim, to go to a, a like a either a convention or one of the one shots they do here, where they engage in like the the apocalypse world or engine, yeah. right? Because it's it's very much you sit down together and the GM will say will put put you in a scenario and say, okay. Um, what did what did Steven's character do that really pissed you off? What did Steven's character do that really pissed you off? Just everything. It'll be that, just be a general, be a just a general question all day long. And and it shapes it shapes not only your 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 connections together, but it could also shape the story farther down the line. So, for instance, in D anD D, the D anD D game that I'm playing every Sunday with Kimmy, uh, Jib, and Gina. Deserts of Despair. Deserts of Despair. Uh, happy Jack's org slash actual play. This, uh, no, in 48 hours, dun, 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 you will be engulfed in despair. Serpents or blood. deserts. Deserts? Or both. Yes. Um, well, it's weird desserts. because... Buttery dessert. You will be in the flan of suffering. <laughs> 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 no, the... Uh, the uh, uh, Dolce de Leche of oh. horror... I don't nice. know. That's the only Mexican nice. thing I can think of right now. But um, <laughs> why does he call it the Deserts of Despair if we're mostly in a coastal town? I haven't figured that one out yet, and there's only two sessions left. But anyway, so what, what he did, Tim, is, <laughs> it, it is, really is we set up song. our characters, yeah. right? We, we, I, I came over to the first session, or, or session zero, yeah. depending on who's numbering it, and we... So I said, okay, I know I wanted to be a Dragonborn Paladin. I have an idea that like I did wrong in the past, and now I'm trying to fix it, right? That was yeah. that was the idea I had for my character. But we sat down, and they're like, "All right, Rob, like, who, who, you know?" There's a set of questions like, "Who do you have undying loyalty to in this group?" And I was like, "Oh, Jib's character," and I have to figure out why, though. Okay. Right, and so that helps me build out that backstory. And it, and not all the answers have to be done at that moment. Some of them do. But not all of them. And so you can go and you can let the first session play out and you can think about it. And you can say, well, okay, going back to, to what Matt from Canucastan Trece said was, um, was oh, um, why are you accused of witchcraft? Well, I'm, I'm a witch. Well, how did you become a witch? Right? That's backstory and that's, and that's that you something can that fill you can in later on. fill in later on. And we did something similar with Outlaw Star when I, you know, basically had the card draw. It's like, okay, you had a club, right. in between these two people during character creation, but and then that, we but, had time to think about yeah. what it was. So, so this is it's, what it's, it's a, it's, I, a I it, it's a timeline. It's how much time you have to think, think about it. Is, is, is I think it's a really big, big Which, thing to me because, um, and yeah, maybe I'm maybe I don't feel as confident about improvisation, right? Mm-hmm. But what it comes down to also for me is that it was the Umberto Echo quote. The first thought that comes to your mind is it is by definition superficial. Like, um, wait, wait, you go away, Peyton. <laughs> go away, Peyton. <laughs> Just keep talking. It was funny. Okay. <laughs> trust, trust in the I, soundboard. I threw away. The, I, threw you away. I know. I know. But I gave you over. a chance. Oh, you did. Uh, I'll take it if you think. I, trust in the earbud. I'm I'm somewhat tired of trite narrative. And uh, sure, if you have a group of seasoned. 
uh, players that are excellent improvisation, maybe you won't get tried narrative when they're put on the spot. Or if you are an absolutely new player, uh, who, for careful, whom, careful. sorry, for whom role playing is this, uh, uh, you know, great open country, like you won't have experienced some of the the tropes, the tropes mm-hmm. and the repetitious backstories that you get yeah. from. The, I have no family. Years of, yeah, years yeah. of gaming. You know, it, this whole thing here strikes me as trite. Not just because it was the plot of the Suicide Squad or uh, a million other movies, you know, like he doesn't say when he used it. It could have been like three years old. Well, it would still it would still be the the plot of uh, the Western Magnificent Seven. Magnificent Seven. Yeah, right. No, Magnificent. no, it's not. No, 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 no not Magnificent. Sorry, no, 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 no sorry. I'm sorry. Not the Western. Um, the Dirty Dozen. It's still the yes, plot of the Dirty yes, Dozen. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. There's only seven. There's only seven. If you want to use actual stories, well, yeah, yeah. Okay. Thanks, it, Winston Smith over here. Um, let's, let's. I'm just saying that if you, if, for somebody like me, it's in the middle zone. This is going to lead to something trite and, and uninteresting to me. Um, well, well, that's where uh, because I, because I, I I'm, I'm pointing out like, oh yeah, okay, yeah. Well, that, like, that's where it comes into your, your GM times, has right? to know what kind of players that they have, and a GM like if Dave was running a game for the Happy Jacks crew, he could probably you know. Toss this out because people, you know, are used to improv. But and look at you know, something outrageous and creative. But, though, but if be I, amazing. but right. you know, when I was starting a game where, you know, seventy five percent of the players had never played before, I gave them a good solid, you know, a couple weeks to think about that. And that's just GM knowing their players. Right. But yeah, this guy enjoyed it. That's cool. I don't want. And that's the main thing. From his enjoyment of a game that he was in and that he liked, and he liked how it started. Sure. But to cool. me, like I, but it, I'd be like. Mm. Well, you're burned okay. out. So you're burned out on that. Here's, a little here's my question for you. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm curious, and I'm curious using, using you as as my beacon. For I mean, it's my own confidence, my own improvisational abilities. You the, know, the an- yeah. you're, you're my current beacon for for all the analytical minds out there, at, as opposed to the improv minds, right? Now. Okay. So if you're sitting here with three other players, right, and you go last, mm-hmm. and you've heard their 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 improvative narr or their yeah improvisational narratives with um, their ideas, and then it comes to you having soaked in that ten fifteen minutes with all those ideas. Would you then feel more comfortable giving something that you think could be foundational to your character? I am for sure that scenario going to be able to pull out details and come up with something better than I would have were I the first person you know that, that had to come up with yeah. come up with the story. Okay. However. I still don't believe that I would come up with something that was as unique or as interesting as I would if I was given more time to do to, to do so. Uh, the The backstory I have in your Outlaw Star game, yeah, there were a couple of like pre, you know like preset relationships, right? But I, I think I, I fundamentally think it was one of the most interesting bits of world building I've ever actually done as a as a role player, mm-hmm. because I didn't. I it allowed me the time not just to create that character. Or that character's motivation, but basically to create a planet that that character came from yeah. and a society. Well, for well that and that's planet. and that and, and, and that all goes of that towards... fed and all of that fed into our narratives later. Oh yeah, um, and that that is that is something I definitely could. I, I know yeah. that I personally would not be able to do put on the spot like this. That's why, like, uh, yeah. Now there is the middle ground. Yeah, you make a character, you come up with your backstory, you have your idea about what you want to do. But 
you have all of that, and then you get to the first game session, and then the GM asks you a few questions that sort of set up some relationship stuff. Maybe they set up some world stuff. Like, maybe you've made your character, you're all ready to go, you've got some backstory, you've even given it to the GM. Great. But the GM at the table, in front of all the other players, so you have this collaborative effort, says to you, all right, uh, what does your mom do for work? Maybe yeah. that's not in your character's no. story, right? But you have some idea of who this person is. Yes, yeah, so, so you can. So, you so can then you kind of come up with something, something, something like that, right? That's okay with you. Yeah, I think, I okay. think that's a great. I think that's a great. I, cool. I, I so so you're not hating on the Apocalypse Engine. I yeah, games. I haven't played in the Apocalypse Engine, so but I, but just, I'm I'm sure I wouldn't just innately hate this engine. But I think you'd actually I, dig it. I don't but, know. You're full of hate. You are. You're I a very angry man. I'm rage. Just so Are you much rage. To me or to the guy next well, to me? <laughs> he wasn't here for a while, so okay. you absorbed the I, I spirit of hate. I take it on this roll. Yeah. I take it on this roll. Okay. Spirit of hate, by the okay, way, was a new product from Monkey Fun Studios. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, are they playing second stage at Coachella? <laughs> yeah, they all. Um, yeah, they all. A long time ago, I ran into a definition of short stories versus novels, right? And it was basically that novels, six characters. Pages. Well, it's not. It's actually talking about length. Okay. What it is is it's about. Uh, in novels, you have characters who have um, who have a defined interior life, a story, a background, and that are then put together. And you and the author sees what happens the when these when they you know when they interact with each other. Um, but fundamentally, the the novel is motivated by that interiority, whereas a short story, because of the length restriction, by definition, but you have characters that are defined by their actions, not by their interiority. The actions define the character, like what they do is becomes the shorthand for what the characters are, as opposed to the characters are are defining what actions they end up taking. This is novel. This is short story. I like novels at this point. I, I, maybe that, that's that's what. I'm okay. But yeah, but can well, it grow? Well, yeah, well, that's, yeah. You can you can expand the short story. I mean, maybe that's what a campaign is, right? You're and taking, that's you're taking some stuff and you're, you're expanding just, it. But yeah. that's just that's taste. Some from. people don't like salty licorice. All right. All right. GM burnout. Like Steven, were you a Thank Jewish you very much, Matt and Canuckstan. Yeah, thank you. Was, no, no, was, was it? Uh, were you a Jewish dwarf? Oh, oh, your fucking mic's falling off like manatee. a whore. Why would you do this? Just um, don't drag it on the floor on? when you pick it up. <laughs> I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> was, was I? Were you a Jewish dwarf in a game with Bill? Yes. Okay, there you go. That's the chat room was asking. Okay, yeah, no. Um, uh, I've. That's a large mic input, right? Yeah, we were, that was in Tyler's game. Where I was the the Jewish dwarf when when Bill and I and uh, Mouser uh, Patrick um, ruined Tyler's game. Get it done game. fast, just like a bandage. Just, just like a bandage. I don't know what the hell's going on over there. But Sweet yeah, goodness. no, that's loop okay. down there. There's no way to do that quickly. No. <laughs> oh yeah, it's bringing the quality A game no, it with the B team. Every, every <laughs> I did one that was once really a year. Bad. <laughs> once a year, guys. Once yeah, a year. That's right. But yeah, no, I'm I'm a big fan of the not every dwarf has to be Scottish. No, yeah, me too. I'm also a fan of not every dwarf has to be like happy or no. No, gruff. has to be gruff. has to be gruff. Yeah. Happy, happy, that was a great dwarf. I love that dwarf. I also like that I was in a I, I, I was in a, a game. I think it was. Jibs, mm-hmm. where I was like, you know, West African dwarf or something like that. Where you may, you know, well, no, it's have you have the the, have the deep. It's like yes, we are going like to do this. The, you, oh, okay. you know, instead of the, the three it's like I'm gonna hit him with my axe. <laughs> you know, it's a little bit, you know, 
Just, right. for, just for something like a change. Right. I like pace. that. I'm, I'm down with the idea of like a dwarf the... hyena wrangler. I didn't hear you too well. Say it again, Dave. Check. Dwarf hyena wrangler. Check. Is everybody hearing me okay? Yeah, okay. All right. I think so. Yeah, anyway. okay, go ahead. Yeah. The dwarf well, like, hyena like the West wrangler. African... Yeah. Yeah, like the guys that have those hyenas with the muzzle that they walk through town look to look badass. I can hear you in my, my headphones Yeah, now. that's, that's what headphones are for. This is not significant. Now only one person experience. can't hear... Why problem make when you no problem have you don't want to make? Oh, my hearing's not that as bad as I thought. All right, yeah, cool. I'm not well, no, these are just super loud because they're stews. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, I'm not sure this has improved my experience. <laughs> so, who wants to um, talk to new listener boom. Jason? Thank you. Once I get again. to read this one. New listener Little Jason because I didn't talk. Newish I didn't talk long enough. Tim. On the Thank last you, one. Matt from Kanukistan. Matt Grande. Yes. Grande. Grande. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Grande. We got some Taco Bell here. Is that what you're really? doing? Yeah. No. No, we don't. That's a little sub Taco Bell. Uh, uh, here. Some. Not because I thought, kid. It's about half of a gordita. <laughs> GM Burnout. New listener, Jason. Fine. Go for it. Are we going to be here all night? <laughs> Seriously. Do it. Go. GM Burnout. I'm a Mikey Wizard. We're an hour in. New listener, we've Jason. One and a half emails. <laughs> hello, hello. Yeah. I'm oh. new to listening to your podcast, but I'm a huge fan. We're horrible. Just really giant. So, so fat. Between this and the podcast of Ken Heights and Robin Laws, I feeling pretty well taken care of. That's a couple things. Awesome. Thanks Esteemed for listening. company. That is, yeah. Yeah. I definitely don't belong in that, in that company. You're right. A <laughs> couple things. First, uh, You don't belong in company. <laughs> first, an L5R story. Many, many years ago, I was in an L5R game. I came in as the only scorpion. Shut up, guys. <laughs> Do you want me to read this or not? Yes, read it, please. Very distrusted, despite everything he did to be friendly and helpful. Bayushi Sekoro was a student of Yojiro, the in-game character of the creator John Wick. It was a useful shorthand that my character was connected to someone seen as the only trustworthy scorpion. In the game, we had been on a quest to craft a sword. Part of it took time to mystically create a Naga Pearl... We humans are all. <laughs> Why? Why, Why is that, that funny? Because <laughs> it means you have to find the naga and shove some sand in there. <laughs> That's true. And, and then wait, and then wait and a long and time, then, and then just bother and it. Apply, and like keep on chase you. And yeah. <laughs> true. Just keep on irritating it. This would explain why they yeah. went to sleep it's for like, five it's years. It's so trite. <laughs> why? Why are you going to make me tell that right now? Why can't I have? Oh wait, sorry. Continue. Yeah. Do you want a pearl over the weekend? Thank you, Rev. You want a pearl that was crafted over five years? <laughs> Keep going. Is it even a pearl? It's just some pretty, pretty crap inside of a clam. <laughs> We're never coming back. Help I think me. you just gave him a kidney stone. <laughs> um, <laughs> when we awoke... <laughs> <laughs> the scorpion that assassinated the, tooth of the emperor and seized the throne. <laughs> all was in chaos, and the party all turned on me as a scapegoat. It was Gen Con weekend. Dude. I bumped into John Wick and told him how much I loved the world, and he invited me to a drink and to tell him my current tale of woe. He, he listened dog. and enjoyed seeing how we'd added things to his world, and then, dot, 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 and the most amazing thing ever, he gave me in-character advice. He said to me, it was now on me to go save the Empire, because only I was strong enough to do it. I came back to the next session on fire to save the Empire in character and out. 
I told the party this was an elaborate trap for the scorpion to draw out Fuling and finally defeat him. I bullet-pointed all the signs, all the history, all the prophecies, and they believed. We ended up saving the day, but my friends are always jealous of the impact the game designer personally had on the game. Why is that jealous? Like, that should be awesome. That's, well, no, if they weren't in that game. Oh, And then oh. he tells the story later to That's other true. friends. Yeah. Or Damn. If, or if they didn't meet John Wick. Right. That's true. This guy gets John Wick. We get fucking Dave 77. What kind of bullshit is that? He's a god among men. Did you know that? You shut what? your mouth. You have no. right. I forgot. <laughs> no, why did you start? <laughs> oh. Oh, I fucking forgot about you guys that. Are, you guys oh. are idiots. Okay, look. In the right. 90s... In oh, Pomona, he was in a band God called Gods Among Men. That's why that... It's a joke for two people. <laughs> you and Dave. Yeah, basically, <laughs> yes. He's not yeah, in the chat room. He's not even in the chat room. And I don't like either one of you. <laughs> That's a lie. That's a dirty lie. That's right. I love he both does like, He does yeah, like so. Dave. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wow, you love him? I, I feel Keep like... Going. I don't know now. Keep reading. Do you want me to... Uh, keep reading. Keep enough reading. rambling. Hey, enough rambling, guys. On my question. I live in an area where I've been lucky to find an awesome group. Hey! A group with multiple GMs who all run very good campaigns, long campaigns. I want to give back and run games for them, and also get the burning words out of my brain. But I seem to quickly fall into GM fatigue. If we miss a session, unavoidable at our age, it derails my energy. Plus, I'm haunted by great campaigns I've run before. Have you run into that before, where the amount of prep work begins dragging you down? I also feel I have what I refer to as the Whedon Syndrome. Much like Joss Whedon, I'll be running with an idea, either prepping or actually running it. And another newer, shinier idea appears mm-hmm. and derails me. It sounds like Stu, too. Yep. If it helps, Everybody. I'm of Grognard yeah. age. Everyone has that. Yeah. Oh, nice. Began yeah. with the old Red Box in 82, with my crossbows and catapult set, and have generally gamed ever since. I'm a tad older than the rest of the group, and in some ways I have different experiences under my belt, either gaming phrases gone through or Gen Con, or myriad of insane systems played once, you name it. Help. And is this where the obligatory drink goes? Yeah. If so, yes, do so. All right. If not, hopefully you did already. Thanks, Jason. <sighs> not on the forums yet. And why are you not on the forums? Yeah, get on the forums. Happyjacksrpg.org slash forums. Yep. Yes? Yes. Yes. Well, he's too old for ADD medication. <clears throat> he played well, through it well, once already. Look, some, I think well, it's an easy solution. Well, Tim, you look like you had something you were going to say. What does Umberto Echo say about this? <laughs> Shine sure. the light of Thomas Aquinas down the Thomas. <laughs> St. Augustine doesn't talk about GM burnout? No, St. Augustine does talk about GM Actually, burnout. Actually, he does. Funny enough. Since we're going to go in that direction. If you're going to bring it up. One, you say what you're going to say, and then I'll rebut it casually. <laughs> I like it when you touch my rebut. Um, so It's hot. I think the easy solution is run short, right? Mm-hmm. Run 12 sessions. Run yes. plan 6, and, 12. Yeah, yeah. And, yep. but, but also, but, but, you know, and you're like, oh, I don't want to do that because I have so many ideas. Well, guess what? If you've got a bunch of GMs doing longer campaigns, you can be the interlude to sort of reset everybody mm-hmm. as, they, as the next GM sets a up. A palate cleanser and a moose yeah. boosh. Yeah, which is yeah, what Ginger's supposed to be. Like more than that, but yeah. He's yeah. a Ginger. What? Ginger's supposed to be the palate cleanser in sushi. More like a, oh, yeah. a good sorbet. Yeah. Like, does it say anywhere? A little sorbet. Sorbet. That's, that's a, one of the desserts of despair. <laughs> that's right, it's a sorbet. <laughs> Damn, I can't wait for the sorbet next week. 
Okay. Uh, you have to All stretch right. after the sorbet. No, I, I, I agree with what you're saying. Um, I, I think that you should distill Ooh. the idea down to what's most attractive about it. And if he's distracted by newer or shinier things, uh, mm-hmm. save it for the next one. Yeah. I mean, you know... Um, Not everything needs to be a sandbox. Not everything needs to run for nine Ever. years. Right. Yeah. yeah. The other, I, I would also say. Thanks again, Rev. <laughs> Why do I keep on pointing that way? Because that's where Rev is. That's where Rev is. That's the past. In our hearts. That is the that's past. Rev yeah. has a seat at the table. It's there. Yeah. It's over there. What I, none of you can one see. One of the things I see here, I think, is actually a little bit of perfectionism. I recognize this. It's um, you're haunted by great camp- like great campaigns you've run before, uh, and then you're afraid that your new one isn't up to that par, but you have this other idea, you're going to chase this idea. Instead of actually putting out some good work, you're trying to chase this perfect thing Because Avengers that, 2 is not as That good. actually only exists in your nostalgic memory. That great this is campaign... Still great. Yeah, no, that, that great campaign that, that you remember was great, I am sure, but it probably also had lots of boring parts, or it had lots of just average parts. Those things that kind of away. disappear and fade... And it only becomes this highlight reel, um, mm-hmm. which is why, yes, we, like we all loved all those riffs so much. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I, tonight uh, I will take a lot of drugs, and then tomorrow I'll only remember the good things, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> so, so nothing, so blackout. That's kind of the solution, I guess. <laughs> no, I mean, it's just, um, don't, uh, also, every, every time that he talks about having a good campaign or good ideas, he's putting himself in scare quotes. It, it's... Uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, have some more confidence in yourself. But, but no, like, and and, and really, not, not, it wasn't a great it's, campaign. It's it's a great campaign. It was a great but, campaign. But yeah, really, no. a, a lot of it is no. Just the the simple solution is plan for plan for four. And if you have enough material in your head for a nine year campaign, then you know what? You break that into episodes. Season one, episodes one through four, and then someone else runs for a while. You kind of. And then you, when you, you jump back into it, different. or run something yeah. different, and then you jump back in. Yeah. And I think that's probably going to be the best way to deal with that burnout. And on occasion, like if, what's great is if you have a lot of players in your group that also GM, then you can get kind of like brush that off and get back into playing, and that kind of renews your creative juices when you jump back in the GM seat. That's what, like Bruce right now is, you know, uh, in break, the right? he's taking a break from our GMing. And he's playing in the pirate game, and he's like, you know, I'm getting emails about like, oh, this is what I want to do, and this is what we're like. He's like into it because he can take a break from world building. <clears throat> he still has that drive to create, but mm-hmm. now it's focused on himself, which as is opposed to which you need every now yeah. and again. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you once again, Jason, and uh, join the forums and yeah, welcome to listening. Welcome. Wait. Welcome. Welcome. Wait. 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 Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Oh, wait. <laughs> How's that for a chopper? Why, why does Charles Nelson Riley have anything Because I forgot what that one meant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we need some Hattori Hanzo in there or something like that. Some, oh, welcome, welcome. Uh, oh, that'd be good. You one. speak English very good. You speak Japanese very good. Keep talking, dude. Welcome to Costco. <laughs> we, I love you. Still, <laughs> welcome to Costco. <laughs> are we still soundboarding? Yeah. Uh, Dave. Kadave, you will. Yeah. Because, you know what? Oh, great, because I got the controversial stance. That's right. I'll, I'll do this one, too. I'm <laughs> uh, fine. I'm ready. Let's do it. Here we go. <clears throat> There's no defense for D&D. 
Yeah. Josh what? from Orlando. What like is he? Wait, is, his, it, is it defense no. or like defense? Because like I no, could no. put like a four-three scheme in there and it'd be fine. Like no one can get around zone. it. Zone. Stop oh, making your sports ball jokes on our get RPG some, get some Get some zone in there. <laughs> <clears throat> the shooting guard's really fast. Let's get right to this, shall we? The Regardless the of the, the addition of <laughs> no D and D, combat is too long and inexcusably boring. Amen, brother. Wait. Don't 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 make gestures like that right near your microphone. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Grippy. It's his pecs. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's also how you get kidney stones. This is the worst sermon <laughs> ever. <clears throat> Continue. I'm back. I was ready. My body is ready. Wait. To enjoy it, I should be shouting out purple pearls with every swing of my weapon. Yeah. Oh, I see. So now I've stabbed my opponent 15 times, and it's not dead yet because hit points are an attrition system meant to convey stamina and not blood gushing everywhere. Yeah. Is it the DM's fault? Combat's going on too long? Oh, good. I hated that guy. The stupid DM was just using the mechanics directly from the book. This D&D game has been house-ruled since the 70s, and it's still not fixed right. <laughs> this must be that nine-year game from before, right? Yeah. <laughs> I was sure it wasn't the fault of the monster stats with a billion hit points and a secret AC of unknown quantities. That's another thing. Why is D&D so fucking secretive? He actually wrote effing to be polite, but no. no fuck that. But we fuck that. Fuck that. Fuck that. Fuck that <clears throat> This has to be some leftover Gygaxian nonsense where the DM and players were playing against each other. Huzzah! I struggle to think of another game in which I could go into combat and not know the target number for my attack. Savage Worlds, GURPS, Call of Cthulhu, Traveler, Apocalypse World, etc. Why can't I know the monster's AC? You can. Am I somehow going to roll the d20 better with that knowledge? Yes. Oh lord! Then there's AC! (laughs) We're not going to talk about that. Oh, I like soak. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Stu's going to come boiling out of the Wait, house and be over on. the stick. Hold on. Hold on. That was a callback. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Ravi. Thanks, Ravi. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's simple, I guess, depending on feats, special abilities, or Thaco. Thaco. Or Thack Zero, as some may say. <laughs> Gibbering Jamer. Taco. Please don't bother telling me which edition got it right. Five. But is AC completely fucking illogical? Yes. yes. Choose nearly any other RPG and you have a more dynamic, interesting, and inherently shorter combat. True. Some are more complex, but some are not. Call of Cthulhu's 7th edition, with all of the flaws I find with it, has one of the great rules changed that I would use in nearly all D100 games for simpler combat. <clears throat> Sorry. All this angriness has brought up something. Oh, yeah. from just, that that would, that, that's a turn in a way. Yeah. For clarity, that was not the soundboard. Nope, that was <laughs> live. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. <laughs> you can Welcome tell because Costco. it was on time. <laughs> Miss you, Jimto. Oh, Jimto. Callback. <laughs> Thanks, Rap. Rav is over here like, <laughs> that's the soundboard. That's the soundboard timing right there. <laughs> it's because the buttons are so fucking tiny. No, Dave, you have fat fingers. They're not super fat. It's <laughs> not that fat. <laughs> My hands operate a computer well. Oh, there's no longer Perry. Some would say. <clears throat> yes, thank you. 
There is no longer parry. You can still dodge. But in melee combat, parry is now fight back. It is an opposed dice roll, and the better result does damage. Now the defender could get the upper hand in a fight. It makes combat dangerous and is the simplest elimination of the parry problem in games, where good rolls can make combat last too long because every hit gets deflected. If you like D&D, great! I'm happy for you. But don't try and tell me it's not the monopoly of RPGs. <laughs> it's just, long, boring, and the player with the most money wins. It's wow. a very apt... No, like Monopoly, classic board game. <laughs> Universally... Universally... Beloved? I known. actually was not going to say... He's, yeah, I was going to I was going to say no. I really like Monopoly. That's because you're an asshole. Monopoly... No, and only ask me. Hold on, because it gives me a long time yeah. to sit down and have conversations with my friend while we, while we game. Oh. And you know what? I also like D and D for anymore. the exact. Yeah, you're not friends <laughs> for the exact same reason. Well, now I look. Like I agree with everything this guy said. That's and why I, I like And I wrist. think those are all D and D strengths. <clears throat> Wait. Well, Josh in Orlando. Oh, sorry, Josh. Malifer on the forum. Hey, Malifer. Hey, Josh in Orlando. You should tell. You should tell. What's the other guy's name? Who's not on the forum? Jason, Jason. Jason. To join the forums? To get on the forums. forums. Yeah, yeah. We kind of we kind of did that there. We got yeah. that. I know, but well, I, want, I want Malifer yeah. to tell him because Malifer's on the forums. But how's he going to tell him when Jason's not on the forums? Go to his house. <laughs> Just drive over there. <laughs> yeah. Get to work. Yeah. Join the forums. Landshark. No. <laughs> I was actually reading a. If he cares, uh, he'll find a way. I was actually reading an article about a Twitch streamer that had a fan from Singapore that flew. Halfway across the world mm-hmm. and showed up at his house. Well, that's not unannounced. That's, that's not yeah, knocking on the door, wanting to stay the weekend, and because he was friends. Isn't this the plot? It happens of, isn't well, this the first episode of um, Black Hat? No, the Felicia Day uh, Wow Show. Um, no, at least they were guildmates. They played a game okay, together. Okay, well, all right. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's that. Isn't that the the Everpop? That the see. I know this person through the internet, so I must actually know them. That's the yeah. Hey Bruce. At right. Renfair, yeah, yeah, you know, it just now there is that often. weird one-way relationship thing. It happens. In I was actually talking about that with oh shit, Nick from this last weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pirate um, Nick. Was pirate it pirate? Nick? No. Oh, it wasn't that no, one. No, 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 okay. no, no, no. Different guy. He was here for the international tabletop. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. Um, that was the same dude. He uh, different Nick. Uh, he works on Saving Throw Show. Okay. But he listens and watches regularly. So, like, when he showed up at the house, he was, like, dealing with that feeling of, like, the... I know, I know them, these people. But I don't But they don't them. know me. Yeah. So I don't want to be weird. That's why so I greet everybody I, from the internet with a hug. When I saw Memento... Just be weird all the way through. Yeah. When Keep I saw, it weird. Memento? I saw Memento at the, the sunset, like, the Limelight Sunset. And uh, when I... Let me see it. Juliette Lewis, the actress, sat next to me. Popcorn and trick? She was putting something in her popcorn, but it was weird. Okay. What? Hold allegedly. On. Holy crap. <laughs> allegedly. Wait, wait. Happy Jack's RPG says allegedly. Well, she put something in her popcorn, like Butter. salt? Salt. <laughs> A powder Butter. of some Sa- kind? Salting the popcorn, as they uh, say. Uh, allegedly. <laughs> this is a side issue. This goes down to the... So D&D. The familiarity thing. No, no, it, it's very weird. Okay. Uh, I think because of Twitch, because of stream, I mean, not just Twitch, but all, all forms of, of online streaming, more people are experiencing this kind of strange uh, boundary, almost, I guess boundary violation on one side, but, but this hack of human psychology. 
The problem is when you see somebody somebody's face a lot, when you see them doing things, when you, you know, think yeah. that you know them. It's innate biology, and, but you but you don't. And mm-hmm. previously, this experience was mostly limited to celebrities, like you know, film and television. Um, it's now happening, I think, to more and more people. Um, yeah. Well, because well, there's still celebrities. Well, in the, some right, sense. right. Yeah. Yeah. There, because there's yeah. more platforms right. for Correct. it now. Absolutely. You know, because you have podcasts, you have Twitch, you have all these different things where it's like, you know, it's like some guy who just playing. Mass Effect is now like, oh, yeah, no, I, I know that guy. Yeah, and while they're playing, they talk to you and they share their right. feelings yeah, and they yeah. do stuff and, like that. And you that, tell jokes with each other. And they that platform and has kind of made that phenomenon, I think, more common. And mm-hmm. I can, I've, well, I've been at houses. But it's actually disconcerting. Uh-huh. I've been, oh, yeah, absolutely. Even for the person that's like, I don't really know you. I know that well, I don't no, it's, know you. There's that, I can't, there's you know, that kind of like, it's like, I know them, but yourself. I don't know them. You have to remind yourself. Yeah. I work with some streamers, and I've been at the house when random fans have walked up, I've also been at the house when police have come going, we've, we, where people tried to swap them no. at the same, you know. And so, like, seeing that, and that's a fairly regular occurrence for them, I'm like, yep. oh, that's a load of fucked up. I don't know if I'd want that. Mm-hmm. Um, but Stu's address is... <laughs> don't, don't do that. No, but I... Um, so but I, um, I do agree that D&D, I'm, it's not my first choice. Oh, yeah. I'm a Savage Worlds. You know that that's just personal choice. D and D it did get kind of old after a while for me. It's the same kind of setting, that same what it has helped with the D and D games that I you know still in on occasion or when I jump into a D and D game. It's I've been blessed with having really good GMs. Yeah, yeah. Like um, when I've been, I was in a Pathfinder game with Jib, and it wasn't. It didn't feel like attrition. Because it was very descriptive, it uh, was. Yeah, it wasn't. You hit him for five. He would look at the damage and says, "You know, the it glanced off his armor, or this or that." And you can, you can, you can see that he's you know kind of winded by that hit. It's like, it's and that I, I've just been lucky with good GMs. But overall, if I had to like jump into like a con and say, "Okay, what games do I have to choose from?" If I didn't know the GM, D and D would not be my first choice. See, I, I, I'd actually do it. Well, it's because you're an asshole. Just to, well, <laughs> just to enhance the flavor. But as as somebody who Tune. has been playing D and D for the last six weeks, ah. seven weeks, something like that, um, I I have a newfound respect for Fifth Edition because I think I think mm-hmm. it's still early on in the in the product cycle. So that creep, that power the creep power hasn't creep. happened in there. But mm-hmm. but it looks like they've done things to avoid the power creep now. Some of the, some of the stuff, with all due respect to Malifer, Josh in Orlando, whatever. You're, I'm I'm going to completely negate some of your arguments because the idea of not knowing the AC and stuff like that. I've had GMs, plenty of GMs, tell me, "Okay, your target number is 15, right? Like fucking hit it. Like that's it. Like yeah. I'm not going to deal with your bullshit." It, it, it seems like it's a GM yeah. issue. So because that way I can say I don't say 17, and he's like hit. I can just roll it, and I'll be like, it's a hit. This is how much damage I do, right? And there's ways to speed it up, which we've gone over in the past, blah, 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 blah. You can do all that. I think not knowing the AC is useful for storytelling. I think the GM being able to fudge whether you hit something or not it could actually be a useful tool. That's, we've, oh, we've, no. Hold the phone. Hold no, we're not that, going down that path. That's called nope. cheating. Nope. Nope. nope, we're not talking about that. 
interpolate. <laughs> but, uh, well, it's we, not you, Proby Tim. There's a different Tim. I, I I don't think that you should do it as, as a regular occurrence, but I think that you can have in, you know invulnerable characters. I think you can. I I, I don't I don't I actually don't have a problem. Well, I don't but know if it's cheating. It's just so you know, so what? There's I, there's been a huge discussion that I'm you're sure. not privy to of yes. the like. At what point is yeah? Oh, there's a whole thing about. At what point do you? <laughs> is it is a GM just cheating and thereby ruining things? Okay. Because yeah. if you don't play by the same rules, why are you bothering to play a game? It's a fascinating topic, and I don't want to talk about it tonight. <laughs> we ain't getting into that. Go oh, home. That's, that's <laughs> it sounds like a really interesting topic. It is. Then but you know what? You, uh, then, then go to the forums. No, write an email. Go to the forums. Write an email, and, and then, then, we'll and then ask to come in as a guest host, and then we'll bring it up again. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, but so going, going back to going back to what I was saying on that, like to Tim's point, sure, the first couple throws and hits and whatever, like the first couple rounds, you don't have to give up the AC, and after that, once everything starts to elongate a little bit, sure, give the AC, right? Because at that point, everyone's kind of figured it out, right? But, okay. Yes. Okay. Happy what? Medium. I'll back this up. I'll back on that. I'll be like, yes. What? Figuring out the AC is actually indicative of the players, the characters in that world, figuring out their tactics and being able to hit something. Yeah. You know? I mean, like, you're like, oh, well, my normal attacks aren't working on this it's thing. It. I need to yeah. vary it up because... I'm it, totally... Yeah. yeah, I agree with you, Tim. Mm-hmm. I'm totally fine with a GM that has a creature or a bad guy or whatever that doesn't disclose all of their statistics mm-hmm. yeah. off the bat because... You wouldn't know that. You walk into a room, there's a big golem thing. Right. Mm-hmm. But like the, so, but one of the things that we had in the last uh, Desert of Despair, which should be up on the actual play if anybody wants to check it out, we were in a room and there were a bunch of different undead, but also some, some, some just uh, slimes and gelatinous cubes and things like that, right? That's a cool little mini. It was. It was a damn good mini. Um, but, and so, so some of them were completely... Um, completely susceptible to poison, and others poison didn't do shit. So the first time it got described, like, oh, this one, you know, the line of poison goes right through and it cuts this one in half, but it, it goes deep into the other slime and, and, and it just wobbles a little bit and doesn't look infected. And so, okay, as a player, like, okay, good, like, I know, I got the description. The next time it came up, Jason, the GM, said, well, you know, remember, these guys weren't affected last time, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so, so it was like, yeah. Okay, here's yeah. the rem- here's here's the behind the screen. I've given you the description. Here's the behind but the that, scenes, that, and that helps move things. Oh faster. yeah, and that comes yeah. down to the the key to good D and D is once again just your GM, because yeah. yeah. So so going keep keeping to go through this. I think D and D fifth edition has done a lot of things to keep everything a little bit more narrative, a little bit more fluid. They've done advantage but, disadvantage. They've capped which is a lot a of fan, the skills. Which is from the mechanic standpoint, you know, I like five. Oh, yeah. Better than the three point than the three point five. Three point oh when it started was fun, but it was. But it, it's yeah. and I think you're right. A lot of it has to do with because it's early. Exactly. Yeah. And they have not fallen into the power creep. Correct. There's not a bunch of splat books yeah. and stuff like that. And and that's good because that's that's when it's still fun. You know? Yeah, but I mean, look, man, if if you don't like D and D, Savage World, whatever. Um, like anything about D and D. If you don't like D and D, it's easy to avoid those games. Yeah. Uh, if you don't like, for instance, Savage Worlds, or you feel like it How makes dare every, you. If, Sorry, if you feel like no, no, go ahead, you do you. If you feel like, which I I've started to feel like, which is the Savage Worlds combat makes 
every different setting feel the same in some ways. A little bit. That's, um, that's, that's space yeah. or the Weird that's West fair. or yeah. the Modern I'll, Era. I'll give that but I think fair. that's where um, it comes down to the descriptions of the player and the GM. I mean, it's a very, you know, mm-hmm. uh, sure, but I, I, I'm i almost here want to defend D&D because, like, you know, he, and he does call out other systems, which is good, uh, Traveler, Apocalypse World and stuff. Um I don't want. I don't want all the. I don't want combat to be this rational thing that's shared among all systems. You know, I, no, I, no. Some, to some extent, I want. Yeah, you know, it's I the want, fun I want of playing anything. different things. Right. Yeah, yeah, different flavors. But at, at the end of the day, <clears throat> all these systems are going to have flaws because it's not us walking outside and beating the shit out of each other with an actual weapon for sure, or shooting each other. And right? I would even say, like, I like hit points for that reason because it actually doesn't reflect reality. It's you know, it's a game. It's the a game mechanic, yeah. not a. Yeah, not not a reality reflecting a mechanic. Yeah, and so I think that it just depends on what your flavor is. Like, if you're like Stu and you're more simulationist, okay, cool, you're gonna hate D and D. Like, not not in like hate, but you're going to have fundamental disagreements with it. But if you different strokes, different folks. Yeah, but if you're not as engaged in like the actual mechanical aspect of the game, like Monopoly, and you're just coming and you're sitting down and you're just playing with people and you can have conversations while. As long as you know what's going on and stuff like that with your character, you can hang out with your friends and enjoy a good time. Mm-hmm. And that's all it comes down to, man. I want to call out one more sentence out of this thing, which is the whole Gagaxian nonsense where the DM and players are playing against each other. I love games like that. I do. I, I actually love being pitted against somebody else that's intelligent and creative and like having them have a puzzle that, that like I get to solve. Um, I, not, well, not, not all role playing has to be, not be, be he's adversarial like that way. Adversarial, but, yeah. yeah, he's talking mm-hmm. about. But the I do enjoy like adversarial the... gaming sometimes. I do enjoy it. Well, sure. I, 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 have, I like having this. Yeah. No. Yeah, Some people like Japanese no. bondage rules. Yeah. Well, okay. Tim, these things happen. Tim, yeah. Let me explain to you yeah. adversarial GMing in a very in a very tacit example. Okay. If you have a bunch of squishy characters, right. all your tanks go home. For the day, or don't show up for that session, <laughs> and you've got three characters that barely have any armor, right, and and no skills mm-hmm. in an MDC world, yes, and you still have the Sounds GM very familiar. Very familiar. come out and say, oh, okay, well, this is what I had planned. Fuck you guys, you're gonna have to learn how to deal with it. And they are like seventy foot tall giant robots of doom against a Kender, an elf, an elf and one guy who has some power yeah. armor. Yeah, oh. I was that Kender. I have never enjoyed dying so much. Yeah, but the key—it was so fun. You died. Ah, uh, yeah. so what? <laughs> we lost. We, we didn't we, bring our day game. We. <laughs> we didn't get a single shot off. No, uh, no, you got one missile. Maybe, shot off. I don't know. but yeah, the point yeah. is, it was like a ten-minute session. It, it was. There was a hole in was, my armor, and I melted through it, and it was, it, it it was, was wonderful. It was, it was. It was like you know, it was one of those things where it's like, you know, like we we brought you know provisions from Jack in the Box, and we went to. You know, Vaughn Albertsons, and we got game. the bean we log. It's like we are going to play this game for eight hours back in high school. We're going to spend all night playing this game. Oh, 20 minutes, everyone's dead. I don't see why you guys so, are upset anyway, movie? because you love making yeah, we, new characters more than any other aspect of role-playing. For anymore. No, we've gotten a lot of mileage out of that story. Too. Oh, yeah, we have. One, one would imagine. Yeah. But, but, yeah, no. Different strokes, different folks is, I guess, how we... Yeah. I, don't, I don't mind playing a game where a GM comes with ingeniously devilish... Opposition, yes, starts with freaking. But I want a GM that's there to help us all tell a fun story together. Okay, 
Mm-hmm. So, sometimes, yeah, I know. I, so I sometimes don't, I don't want to tell a story per se. You know, I want to work through a story that someone else has set up. Uh, you know, I I want to experience oh, someone else's art. <laughs> no, no. Sometimes I want to experience someone else's art. Sometimes you want to read a book. Right. Sometimes you want to read a book. Like read a book. Yes, it is true. It is true. But uh, but there's a particular kind of interactive art, and I mean, I can't be the only person here. We you know like narrative video games are a thing, <laughs> right? Right. Sometimes I like experiencing that kind of... Yep. And and I will give you yeah. that some Game days play. you have a bad day at work and you're like, let's fucking kill some orcs. Yeah, yeah. Like, let's just give me a challenge and let's fucking do it. Those are the days. Some days you're, you're down for that and some days you want to like, all right, so we're going to go and we're going to go to the orc village and... We're going to have a conversation. We're going to have a conversation and we're going to get a peace treaty going between the orcs and the goblins and... Sometimes you have a different kind of game, but it, it's not even—it's not even about whether you get in there to just fuck some shit up or not. Yeah, it's just about the like solution. the. Yeah. I I like a GM that presents a challenging narrative. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, mm-hmm. but I still want a GM that's there to have a narrative with me. Okay. I think my biggest pet peeve in gaming is if I sit down at a table, and a GM is like. All right, you guys are in a town. Oh, oh, <laughs> some people have played in this game. Right. I brushed my teeth. Real game. Right. Right. Yeah. But this is the, it used to be but, the opposite of adversarial. Kind of I mean, I mean it's, it, it is truly game. adversarial towards your players. Right. Not towards their characters or, yeah. Right. Well, I don't mind somebody that comes up with a good, like, a challenging situation for right. characters to deal with. That's great. I love that. I just want, don't want somebody that's out to try and sabotage what the characters are trying to do. Correct. And that's the problem that I had with one of our, one of our older friends who would hear our plans and actively thwart. Oh, our, you mean Colette, the griefer? No, Bo. Oh, Bo. Bo oh, was the, one of the worst yeah, adversarial Bo. GMs back in high school that anybody I've ever encountered. Okay. Because he would hear our plans, find the one hole in our plan... And exploit them. And that's what was there for yeah. Midas. Because we instead the door. of him coming up with, like, okay, there's a wizard in the tower, how are you guys going to get in? Uh, and then letting us come up with a solution, he would listen and he'd be like, oh, you're going you're gonna to try to dig? Okay, you didn't check to see if there was an underwater reservoir. You guys all drown. Right? Yeah, probably. But that's the no, kind of shit I, that he would pull, and that's the adversarial GM that we're talking about. Okay. Those are bad. I like, I like somebody that sets up a puzzle, and not somebody that. that you know, not a dick. pulls out DSX machinas in order to just screw up right. people. Mm-hmm. That's different. I mean, that oh, would yeah. be different. And yeah. and therein lies the difference. My, but my, I would say my biggest pet peeve, since you talked about it, is actually with DMs, is is uh, game masters that um, don't allow players to experience the consequences of their actions. You know, it annoys me when they have set up something and it's clear to me, and the players. Violate, you know, vi- players screw up in some way that should have repercussions, and because the GM wants to go along to get along, they just let it slide. And I see that all the time. Example. I, um, examples. Okay. Uh, let's say that a player. Let's say that there's a player. Uh, that uh, goes and uh, trips like a... that obviously makes a bad decision to go recon an area that they've been warned not to go to. All right? But they believe that they can, because they're so special that they can get away with it. Well, the guards show up. Mm -hmm. And then the GM starts letting them fudge rolls 
to overcome those guards when they clearly shouldn't have the power to do so. Um, okay. I see this scenario play all the time. Because, okay. because the GM doesn't want to incarcerate that player or basically to punish that player for, or, or for their because, bad, for their or bad game Or because the, the GM may not have, like, it's like, oh, I didn't think they were going to, you know, well, go, actually, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't think they were going to be that stupid. Oh, I didn't th- plan for that. So then, that so then, so then here's, here's a fundamental question then. What's yeah. more important, the punishment or the story? I think that uh, what I the reason that it's my peeve is because I believe that if the players do that, if the players do the thing that you went out of your way to tell them not to do, um, that for good storytelling you have to have them experiences experience that punishment. Okay. And then maybe it's, okay. maybe it becomes the job of the rest of the team to extract them from that punishment, yeah. right? Or they have to, but but basically to let them just slide back out of it as if it no, didn't occur. Like that, that to me, that always frustrates me as a player because I go, well, you know, why should I obey the, obey this narrative? Like, why, why should I actually follow this narrative? Why should I actually, like, obey the rules of this game system when it's not really going to be called to count anyway? And my, my, actions, sure. are, my actions are less meaningful as a player no, because no. I see someone else just getting, getting to slide. That's fair. Right? Like, Absolutely. I agree with that completely. Right. And to me, the adver- so when I say, like, adversarial, it's like, to me, the, adversar- the, the adversarial relationship that I have in mind is, is basically a GM that does you, follow their own... You, know, you, you know, like a challenging... A challenging GM. GM yeah, someone that's actually going to call adversarial. you... Versus adversarial. I think that's where we were... Yeah. Right. Yeah. There, was a, there was a game where... Uh, the old deadline system that I ran with yeah. Rob, where your character wanted to be a Texas Ranger. Like, this was your lifelong ambition. Yes. And... Uh, and I, this reflects, I guess, on, on my GM style. What happened was, you fell in with a lot of people that were committing crimes. You, you, because you partied with them. They were people that were fundamentally lawbreakers. Yeah. In, you know, yeah. and you were like, why can't I still be a Texas Ranger? Why, why, you know, like, why don't they? Why wouldn't they accept me? And I go, well, look at the consequences of your actions. You know? Well, no, but see, but yeah. see, that's and so I have, I have, I've long had issue with that yeah. because because it wasn't my actions. Like I wasn't part of any of those law breaking or anything like that. And also, the law in the old west is always very loose, anyway. Okay. However, right now. yeah, I know this is. No, 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 I mean, yeah, well, we need some specific examples. Just, so, so, yeah. so, 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 we only in got that one case, more email, so we're okay. Yeah, in that this case, this actually leads into the next email, which is why I brought brought it up in this way. It, it, like, in that case, it's like, look, it. it it's one thing to say, okay, you can't be a Texas Ranger. You know, we, we like what you're doing, but look, the company you keep is horrendous, right? And then so then I have a decision. Well, back then, we wouldn't just kill the character and make a new one. Like, we just didn't. Yeah, I don't there's know no why reason we to believe that it. Texas Rangers would give you a pass. Like, well, we're sure you're an okay guy. It's just well, that all of your friends are well, No, 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 but, that, well, but there was not, no conversation yeah. about that. Right. It was just, no, fuck off, have well, a nice and day. Well, here's, and here's one of the things that kind of goes into a different game. But it's the, how would the Texas Rangers know that those things happened? Correct. Because they were because because, well, because well, part of the old deadline system was actually talking about your exploits in order to yeah, but, reduce the fear level of the local communities. But yeah. And so Robert was getting involved in these narratives in a public way. So that, that's why. But there was no, what, there know. was never any communication about that. There was never a war. And, that, there was and, never, that, and that's. But I don't have. Yeah, and that I could mean, have been because it okay. was an, it was you know, we were young. early deadlines. Yeah. We were young, and that story, part right. of storytelling. And I, and I can but see like, maybe I should I can see you earlier on, like where, hey, if you keep hanging out with the other party members, you're not going to be able to do this thing that yeah. you want to do. It's like you know, it, it could have like now right. when if you ran that, it'd be like, 
it's like, while he's being interviewed, it's like, do you, are you associated with a, a brave by the name of this yeah. or that? Or are you associated with a gambler by the, and then he has to kind of account for his actions and he's called to task on that. I was in a spycraft game um, and I was playing kind of a wheelman muscle and like we needed to get a student ID card to get break into this lab, you know, where we were, somebody was, you know, doing something. So I went, we went to like... My voice is my passport. Yeah. We went to like a... <laughs> we went to... Uh, we went to a bar, a pub, and then I'm like, okay, I'm going to find a, you know, frat, you know, looking guy. I'm going to follow him into the bathroom. I'm going to, you know, and then bathroom was empty, just the guy. And my character just shoved his face into the uh, tile... I did enough damage to knock him out in one, took his ID, shoved him in the uh, the bathroom. No one saw me do it. You know, it was a busy bar. Then I just left, had the ID, and we went through. And then I got an email afterwards, you know, basically where the GM's, like, NPC quest giver guy was like, oh, well, you assaulted some dude over here. I'm like, how did you know? How did you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, he knew because he was the GM, and he, right. I told him, but the the quest giver, the would have no reason would have no reason no, and that right. is yeah you know the issue, and that right. it goes towards. It's I like agree the, that if the, it, mm-hmm. and Robert would have been in that scenario. Oh yeah, of deniability if the success condition on some of these things was let's tell everybody about the story that we just did, oh, yeah. these things that we just did. You know, oh, yeah. I've been hanging out with these people and we accomplished these things, and mm-hmm. he gets a public association. Uh, we may have worked that out eventually, no, but I didn't. murdered you. No, 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 we didn't. no, no we, I never no, had no. to be a ranger. No, no, I, and I, I was playing Bo. I, th- I, I didn't realize you were running it, so now I hate you a little bit more. Oh, okay. <laughs> that yeah. was the one with the summary. This right? is actually the one where I, I got triple twenties and then killed you. No, well, I got triple twenties and killed Steven. No, no, but I, this was the the Skelly got yeah. the in the cave got the triple twenties. There's a, I don't remember and that. The, the a lot of cross party death. There's anyway. I don't yeah. remember that. Uh, okay. there, there was a game where, a uh, Spycraft game that you ran, uh, where my character was uh, one of those like li- lifelong assets raised from birth by the agency. and um, The Vegas uh, one? Yeah, the Vegas one. Okay. Where we utterly flubbed the mission. I mean, yeah. just, oh, yeah. just oh, yeah, blew yeah, yeah. it. Well, no. just complete, and, and it had some bad consequences for, for most of the characters, but for my character specifically, it was like, your whole job, the whole reason we raised you from birth was to be like, this ghost, ghost, and now and you, you failed. You have plastered your You're face on a billboard. On a yeah. billboard, no, and so you are completely and totally useless, useless and yeah. cut off. My entire character's reason for existing like disappeared. Yeah, right. Like, and then, but the thing is, but I and, and I was like, that sucks. But actually, I was like, I appreciate that there uh, the consequences. Yeah, of that. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, there was a, a shootout on the strip and yeah. all these oh, things, yeah, I and, and basically like everybody screwed up so bad right. that the agency. Just like walk like, away, just walk <laughs> away. Out. It burned <laughs> yeah. everybody. Right. Yeah. And because I believe in consequences for for player action, so yeah. it's like Gammon's character who like went on a murderous rampage. Yeah, he got you know he got in trouble. What worked? Yeah. It's like that. Yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, now I would know that what we need to do is move our whole set of people to Los Angeles and start a detective agency. That's how you do. It. Or That's, the Ghostbusters. It's an archer plot line, basically. Both. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. You can do You do all kinds. All right. So, Thank you, Josh actually, and Orlando. Yes. This whole topic actually Malifor, leads yeah. into, seamlessly into Malifor the female. So, so I just want to say that who, actually, who's going to read? Is it uh, I'm, I'm up. Start to get, you're up? Okay. Mm-hmm. This sure. one's a long one, so we'll probably need we'll to break it out. Up. Yeah. 
Oh. I'll, I'll, I want to. I want to. You, you want to bust in on some of this? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Take it. I'll. I'll start, and you. we'll see where we go. GM horror story and advice request from GM Frankie P. Wiki to wiki. Uh huh. DM Frankie P. It says GM. It says GM right there. Quick, play something off the soundboard. Oh, so so Stu Stu, uh, mistitled it. Wop, wop, wop. DM Frankie P. Badass. Greetings, my fellow gamers and gamerettes. DM Frankie P from Tampa here. Formerly of Tupelo and Memphis. Tupelo. 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 Tupelo, Mississippi. No, no, I've seen the city. Mississippi? It's Tupelo, Mississippi. It's two guns, then twin arrows, and then Tupelo. Tupelo. Because you're tired. It's on the forehead. It's on the forehead. Those aren't pillows. You need the support for your neck. Rob was on an airplane today. I've been listening to the show since season one, episode three. Oh, yes, I consumed the entire backlog before it was cool and still waxed fondly of Claire. That's all right. She lit it on fire. She did. Sorry. I'm if sorry. it was that's wax, a, that's a, that's she'd wax. melt. Hold on. What is that? Call it's a callback. Hey, Rob. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> He's like, this is a unmarked rel Parthard. Please don't touch. You're going to be looking at it. I would like to share with you... <laughs> My DM horror story from yesterday. We would like you to share it too if we ever get to this. And ask you, mighty sages. Oh, no, mighty sages here. Mighty sages. Mighty mighty sages. sages. No, more Cordamon. Sorry. Mighty sages. Some sages. For your (laughs) advice on how to move it forward. No, we're bad at moving things forward. I'm cilantro, personally. (laughs) Yeah, it's about time. Oh, Tim Uh, tastes like soap. Some people just can't handle you. No, there's a genetic uh, predisposition yeah. to hate genetic predisposition. I, Polarizing. I made, a, I made a time joke. I'm sorry, yeah, you want to say it again? No. It's about time. No. <laughs> I'm cilantro, it's about time? What is that? Does it make any sense? Because it's time in cilantro. Oh, time. Wait, wait, wait. Time oh, is not no, cilantro. Just like, uh, but he is on your side. Your opinion, man. <laughs> yeah, it's like your opinion, man. Oh, I get it now, Rob. I get uh, it now. Son of a biscuit. Like all of you, oh, our lives geez. have gotten more complicated over the last year, and it has seriously cut mean? in to My the amount of time to... I have to game. To help keep things simple and fast so we could continue playing without me having to spend too much time working on prep, we started a new game playing Swords and Wizardry Light, the two-page version of the White Box D&D. Ten-minute character roll-up and only uses D20 and a D6. What's not to love? That one's for you, Proby Tim. Take it. <laughs> Take it. Uh, uh, uh. Take it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I meant to push that. <laughs> but it still works. I guess it did. That'll work. Good job. That'll, that'll do, pig. Um, so, my three players. My wife, a guy I work with, and his SO rolled up two characters each and went on a survey to a local complex that had just been purchased by a local lord and solve any problems that they find along the way. We make it through the first week's game session and everyone was high on the fun we had. So we make it to session two and our stalwart band makes it into the complex where they stumble into a tribe of goblins. The PCs see the goblins from a distance. Nobody's surprised. The PCs charge, never even thinking they could talk. Goblins can't talk. Hmm, you'd, you'd fit right in this game. Yeah. The goblins, of course, 
flip over their tables for Anything cover. other than gobbledygook. And mount a defense. The hitty characters charge the defenses and beat them down, and the sneaky characters go to try to flank them. This is where I thought I'd throw a curveball at them. I had the sneaky characters see the back behind the defenses was a group of goblin mothers cowering with their babies that the defenders on the line were trying to protect. Let's give them a moral quandary, I thought. <laughs> It'll be fun, I thought. I think it, was, it probably was fun. Yeah, I'm sure they enjoyed it. And this. then it went off the rails. Wait, so you're on the rails? Wait. That's because sometimes you're you have to do that as a GM. Sometimes you have to do that as a GM. Anyway, continue. Once an encounter starts, you don't. It's not railroading anymore. Yeah, what? I agree with you. Railroading is forcing people into an encounter. Yeah, but once an encounter starts, things happen in a certain order because it's an encounter. That's not railroading the players anymore. By the way, GM Frankie P needs to play with Josh and Orlando because they're like. Like an hour apart. Brofist. Tampa, Tampa and Orlando. Brofist. Yeah. In America's Ween. You imply that we have free Maybe will. they could carpool together to go knock on Jason's door and tell yeah. him to join the forum. Share gas. Yeah. Okay. It's a callback. So now that they know they're just trying to protect their younglings. Oh, God, I hate that word. <laughs> Why did you use it? It's not in here. It, it is. is. You dipshit. It's they're right babies. there, you stupid moron. Oh, Keep going. Right oh, this guy really lost me now. <laughs> I was on his side. I was a, until until the young ladies. <laughs> that's came. right. I killed them. I killed them all. Um, the I mothers, start playing the up babies. the different reaction. Uh, I start playing up the different reactions as a combat. One male goes down. Why not children? One of the females wail <laughs> and try and try to run to him, but are held back by the others. You get the idea. Set the hook. Played it up. Player one, our cleric. Yes, cleric. Decided that goblins were just aberrant creatures that her god preached that they should be put down. So she breaks past the defenders and gleefully cricket bats one of the babies out of the mother's arms and against the wall. <laughs> oh my gosh, he timed it! <laughs> what? Soundboard, keep it unlocked. <laughs> Dave can die happy now. I'm super happy. I was waiting, I had my finger there the whole time. <laughs> Player two downs the mother with an axe and proclaims, vile little bastards. Yeah. How, but they've had mothers. You saw the mothers. Why call them they bastards? They always do. But maybe they didn't yeah, have right. a father. Right. That's true. That is actually um, factually incorrect. Oh. No, she did because they, they wailed. When, well, they didn't have fathers well, anymore. They killed them all. Right? Then well, they right. instantly can you be, can you be Pre, like retroactively retro bastardized? No. Yeah. I don't think so. You're being like widowed, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, you can be widowed. Well, can't you be bastardized? By this time, all the males were dead, and the last mother, down to her last hit point, is dragging herself backwards with a crying baby under her blood-dripping arm, holding up her little butcher knife to defend her child. Player two has decided that he is tired of hearing the baby scream and goes to attack the baby in the dying mother's arms. (laughs) Let me read that again. Player two has decided... I'm not laughing at that. that Steven, why can't you stand still? (laughs) I'm laughing at Tim, like, moving the camera. Steven. Did you? Did you? He he popped it with his head. Steven, how about you get a drink, man? Why are you shaking? Why are you swaying? Why are you swaying like that? Steven is on a ship. Jeez, Steven. What the fuck, man? I'll tell you when. I'll tell you when. A little higher. Just a little higher. Just a little higher. There you go. There, There you go. Let go. Trust me. It's good enough. It's good enough. Wait, I thought you were blind. 
Sorry. We will leave that one for Kimmy to fix <laughs> next time. <laughs> Sorry. I, do, I, do I have to shift? No, you're fine. You're okay. okay. You're okay. I got you back on screen. You're fine. <laughs> Let me. I want to read the part Sorry, again. I'm sorry. Right, because it's this guy's a dill yes. hole. Player right. two has decided that he is tired of hearing the baby scream and yeah. goes to attack the baby in the dying mother's arms. I give her a Badass. dex roll, which she nails to cover her baby with her body. I give her, her being the goblin mother, a dex roll, which she nails to cover her baby with her body and take the blow for her child, killing her outright. He picks up the baby. The what, what baby? I'm sorry. He picks up the screaming baby and throws it, alive, into the fire to burn to death, laughing the entire time about how awesome it was. Fucking Tim's laughing, making me laugh. Serpent's blood. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. did I say that player one is my wife and player two is the guy I work with every day, not to mention our next door, our next door neighbors? No both. escape. <laughs> Gonna move now. Both it's time to get divorced, man! Okay, look. Look, hold on. So, so here's, here's where I'm going to advocate swinging. Both players, oh, okay. two significant other, myself, yeah. were needless to say, just a little bit gobsmacked. That's awesome. If you guys swap, oh my gosh. then you'll be completely aligned. Yeah, then they'll be okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it'll you know, be good. good. A, yeah, solution, a, a solution I don't hey. think we, like, I didn't, like... Mighty sages, we have <laughs> solved this problem. Thank you. All right, it's game night, everybody. Car keys in the fishbowl. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so now, right. okay, so yes. Here is where I need your help. I want there to be repercussions for this. No. no. They left nothing alive in the room, mm-hmm. but there are more groups of goblins in this complex, and carnage will be found. Mm-hmm. I don't want to just rocks fall, everyone dies them. I want to go for a slower burn. I want this to haunt them. I bow humbly. And ask for your ideas. P.S. Drink! I'm. It, Whatever, it's done. Did you okay. hit yourself in the eye with that? What a tool! A little bit. So, actually, <laughs> actually, th- what, did, what happened? What are you doing? I'm gonna just go watch the tape. You'll later. have to watch it again, no yeah. worry. You'll watch it, you'll Catch see it what happens. Catch it on happened. the replay. <laughs> it'll give us one more view. It'll, it'll be in reruns, so it's yeah. cool. Okay, so, I. Well, I think the first idea is swinging. Yeah, I think that's, so that's, I, I think the only idea is swinging, but there are others that we can pro-offer. I, I want you guys to talk, and then I will explain, because this actually happened to me. Not the swinging part, the, the I, slow I, burn part. This guy, from, uh, do we have his name? I'm sorry. Yeah. I wanted to address him. DM DJ Frankie, Frankie P. P. Frankie P. Frankie P. Uh, Frankie, um, you threw this completely obvious, like ham-handedly obvious moral quandary at your light role-playing game group. No, no, and no. And they reacted... Rules no, light. Exactly Rules light. the way any group of role-players in the history of mankind would. They slaughtered people without even thinking about it, and it was hilarious, and they had a great time. And now that they've done that, you want to punish them for it because you have decided. Wait, the wait, wait! Character that the, you think that they actually did something bad in real life, as opposed to this game system that you set up. Did you not just talk about? 
consequences for player action. Yes, and, and that's what Frankie P is talking about. And what kind of consequences would happen? Doesn't, for this? this is, but this is what you guys were talking about in terms of bad adversarial. No, no, well, well, not even close. Let me finish. Continue. Because Never finish. He doesn't want to punish them. He doesn't want to punish them for the. He doesn't want to give them, expose them to the consequences of their of their characters' actions. The characters themselves. He himself finds what they did abhorrent, and he wants to punish them. No, no, it's not no. him. That's what he says. No, he no. It, mm-hmm. He set it up. He set it up so the cultural norms. Nope. The cultural norms. The, cl- the, the the cleric obeys a deity that is okay with thinking that the her perception of the her deity, perception of the deity, okay. which which we see today, the, there are the, very different perceptions. The local human society sex. that sent them clearly implied that they were supposed to go take care of the problems, right? And like, and he didn't provide any immediate negative like combat feedback well, for them. Okay, but this is but no, but, but he but, tried to. But going further into that, he actually his core problem is that he and the other sensitive player. Were gobsmacked by their abhorrent actions because they not brutalized babies. No, when, no. In what culture is it okay to just spear a baby except Sparta? ISIS. Yeah. Okay. I'm, what I'm saying the, are is, are they playing you, an ISIS game? No. How do we know? <laughs> but but the, the, he but, he thought they they weren't, but they are, right? But then other cultures I'm not, might. I'm, well, I, I'm not saying that that's not a possibility. But what I'm saying is, this guy needs to take a step back and figure out whether he wants to punish them because he thinks he because they didn't get the big hints that these were innocent pe- green skinned people that they shouldn't be acting that way towards, or whether he actually just wants to create a better okay. game. Okay. Right. Like, you know, because. Well, they they want because, to roll dice oh, and swing swords. Because he if, wants them to think. If if this comes okay. down to that okay. that his wife and his coworker voted for the wrong political candidate, which is why it's been such a tough year, like it's just uh. We don't talk politics. I'm not We're trying not to talk politics. politics. It's going to be as vague as possible here, but like, but he has a personal problem that he's trying to take out to them in the game, and you know what he's going to do? Two of his players had a really great time and thought for two sessions and thought he had a great was a really fun thing to do, and now he's like, how can I ruin their fun? Okay. Those players are called murder hobos. Okay. Close, uh, no. um, uh, here's yeah. the thing, is that you have just gone against everything you've argued for the last, what's our runtime right now? Hour and 55 minutes. An hour and 54 minutes of this, you, you were saying that you want repercussions for actions, you want yeah. You know, storytelling. You want to add an add a challenging GM. You want big world building. You wanted all these things, and, and now you're saying, and now you're saying, no, fuck that. They killed some babies, but it's cool. Here's the thing: like the the GM, the DM Frankie P, um, was setting up a moral quandary because his world, the goblins, do like they're they're intelligent creatures. Yeah, so, I know they are. So, but that's the setting that he's set up. Right. Now, just because the cleric perceives that it's a, you know, that, oh, well, they're just a porn. They're just whatever. That doesn't necessarily think that the actual deity believes that. Correct. No, and depending on system, if you go against your deity, even if you didn't think you were, you boom, get, you get there's caught. one thing you yeah, can do. I know. I, where it's yeah, like, for sure. they go to smite something and you realize, wait. My smite doesn't work. And then they have to, and then that's a character arc of what did I do wrong to, you know, why is my god not appeased? And that's one thing they can do. Two, if there's a big, you know, there's been a slaughter, 
Well, now you have goblins in this area. They're probably not going to let that stand. Do they take revenge against the farmers? Do they take revenge against the farmers? And, they're, and, they're and then, and suddenly you have a war. Yeah, yeah. And this is another thing where you continue the cycle. You continue this cycle, and you now you have a feud, and you know maybe you have this for a bit, and then who knows? Maybe like you have a a game later on in the same world where like oh yeah, the goblins and the humans in this realm have been feuding for generations because of a slaughter. In a past game, yeah, that's called the callback. Call <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> but but that's how you do it, and because I, you're, I, you're saying, I, no, actually, you're because polar, you're polarizing what I said here. I no, actually you, completely agree. You said, okay, so let me let me let me explain you, why why let, I'm in the let middle me, here. Tim go. Yeah, or let, no, let's even. Okay, go. sure. I'll, yeah. Because you said <laughs> that <laughs> that you yeah. you want. Like player action to have consequences for sure, and I agree and, with everything you just pro- you suggested. And the DM Frankie P is asking for what kind of consequences could he give his players? Mm. And okay. That's those a are a couple co- things that they yes. can do, right. which will yeah. perhaps challenge their character's worldview, and perhaps give a little character arc. And in terms of the and being a porn, development. I understand okay. and. Uh, you missed this uh, in the uh, games that you know uh, we played recently. Yeah, my game that's full of like social workers and good empathetic people. We're going to let an entire space station die. Yeah, because they're blowing off steam. Because they're blowing off steam. Blowing off steam. And and so don't read too much into like your wife and your neighbor. They're not necessarily horrible people or anything like that. Oh yeah, they are. But there's that. You need to hook up with the other one. And you do that too. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you so terrible? That, that is terrible. Right? That that is well, no, no. That is still the first choice. Yeah, it's, I, it's, I, I think it's still the first swing. choice. The, is, is the swing, you know. But right. other than that, you, the deities could have different opinions. You could now have a blood feud with the goblin clans and the humans, or or even a religious war. Mm-hmm. The goblins yeah. have a deity too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe the goblin deity now has a reason to hate. This cleric's deity, mm-hmm. whoever it may be. Yeah, because of the because of the one perception. Be like, and, you've been teaching people what? Yeah. And yeah. now there's and not a, and and the and the goblins worship the same people that the orcs do, and so it grows and you know it grows. But and then grows, grows. but then you have this thing, and maybe when like they're going and attacking some orc stronghold, and it's like oh, ever since the the slaughter of blank, you know we have we have you know have blood feud. You know, maybe they have roving like bands. You have a goblin assassin who's like, "Oh, I've been hired because you know I've been tracking this group of adventurers." There's little things you can do, but make sure that when you bring these things up, it's not just "Oh, some goblin comes out and stabs you." It's a that goblin maybe has a little monologue or something like that, where or, it's like, or they have the same color. They have the same colors. Where do the callback, do the, yeah. like, bring it back. Yeah, thanks, Ryan. Yeah. Do the little bring back so that they know that actions have consequences and the whole world does make sense and it's one solid thing. Here's, here's, the, other, here's the other way, regardless of the philosophical debate that you're about to have, Tim. Here's, here's, no, it's not even philosophical. Here's, yeah. here's the other way Tom Sequinas has to, to, to fuck with the cleric, okay. right? Like, and, and, and let me give you a very... Tacit, real example. So, uh, Gammon, I don't know if he's been in the chat room, but we tried to get him on the show, and he didn't want to do the the Uber drive from Riverside, which I'm kind of bummed about because I think he would have a lot to say about oh, the subject. Oh, he would, yeah. Is I was playing a dwarven cleric, 
in one of his games, and and I had kind of, I thought I was doing all right, but it strayed away a little bit from from some of the teachings of Thor, right, and what Thor wanted. So he kept, he would do little things like, oh, you know, you 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 do this power, but you know, it feels it feels a little bit it feels a little bit more powerful, but it comes out a little bit differently, or um, you dream at night. You dream at night, and Thor comes to visit you. But Thor's a dwarf, just like you. And like, but he, you know, he's not how everybody else pictured how the, how everybody else has talked about him. He's coming to you. This is your Thor. And basically, an evil god had come, right, visited me, yeah. taken taken the place of Thor, and convinced me to worship the evil god. Mm-hmm. And then I had to go on a full quest for redemption once I realized. Uh, something's not right. Yeah. And so doing that is that you can screw with the cleric's power is that yeah. you cut her mm-hmm. off from her god and then And have, maybe a different god is taking have, over. Have a yeah, have a slow transition to the evil god. Well so what if the what if the goblin god, for instance, starts messing with her or whatever? Not saying the goblin god would be evil, but the yeah. I think That's great storytelling. The warrior yeah. the warrior, I think, is a little bit tougher to deal with unless he starts getting haunted by them or slow like Depending on well, what kind of so, suggested in the chat room, Zach from SD, the lone survivor goblin, yeah. hidden under the body of the dead mother they didn't notice, turns into the goblin Inigo Montoya. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, for sure. just Absolutely. on a quest. Yeah, yeah now. to go after them. Constantly like, harasses them. You, yeah, you just, killed my entire family, prepare right. to die. Or, like, we'll go to the town ahead of somebody that they're at and just make life so difficult for them by spreading rumors and lies about them yeah. and... You know, and targeting them. Yeah, I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. A full propaganda campaign against them. Does that mean they'll they'll believe a goblin? Yes. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean hopefully, hopefully the other townsfolks right. aren't as much dicks as the half the party. Yeah, but that's. I mean, um, there's different things you can do. And actually, in uh, Dresden Files, um, when um, I don't know, it's really considered a spoiler since it's been out for. It's not a spoiler. Fuck it. Okay, but when it is. no, eat it. Okay. Well, when he makes certain compacts with people, and suddenly his oh, you're powers... Talking, you're, talking about, you're talking about the elves? No. Oh, the fae? I was saying, yeah, yeah, I was giving the internet, like, the ha-ha, you're about to be spoiled. I'm laughing <laughs> at them. Ah. Oh. But, but basically, it's the, like, his, the power that he usually has now, like, has changed suddenly. Yeah, oh, when he becomes the Winter Knight. Yeah. yeah you start yeah. to be vague and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. No, 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 that thing. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. Know, yeah. Old guess, Yeller, what? You know, guess what? It's been when, out ten years. Read a damn book. When Old Yeller dies and El Cid riding That's right. dead on his horse. Yeah, I haven't seen but, but, oh. <laughs> Shane. El <laughs> Cid's dead and rides off on his horse. Okay, cool. Sorry no, about that. Thank you. Yes. Noted. You, you can cross that one I'm off. Good. But, uh, but, yeah, but you can do that storytelling through that, like Gammon did with, with your cleric, where suddenly... Your god has changed. The the god of that cleric doesn't answer the prayers anymore, but the powers still work, and it's actually just you don't know you, the power shifts. You don't know the god's not answering. You don't. Know you're you're that still that you're still interrupted. praying to something, but it's a different god entirely. Exactly. And like the trappings have maybe changed on it. Maybe it's like the blood god. Correct. Blood for the yeah, blood because god. Because you spilled now. so yeah. much blood. Yeah. Blood for the blood god. Yeah. 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 Because you you murdered you know you murdered somebody, but then maybe the god of the innocent. Hates you now, and is and it's set out and has cursed your group. That could you know that could be true. Or maybe it's sending out their agents against it's, you. The, um, I I was listening to through. Uh, oh hell, what's the name of the book now? Drew Hayes is the author. That's what I remember. But it's essentially a is it group. Into purple haze. You, no, 
Um, All in your brain. It's it's a group of what would be considered minions, right? Yeah. That they sort of become self-aware because of contact with a, a magical artifact. Yeah. Um, and they realize that all of these heroes that show up in their world are a little bit weird. And and why do they always just throw themselves at danger? Like, what kind of people would just jump into a dragon's horde and try and steal something from a dragon? My God, you're about to be eaten! And they just die, and they're okay with that. What's going on? <laughs> and so, like, but it's the, there is the god of the minions mm. yeah. that one of the group becomes the paladin of the minion god. The minion god, yeah. <laughs> um, Isn't that Gru? The movie Minions? Yeah. No. no. Shush. Shush. Stop it. Stop. No. Steve no. Shut it. Mm-hmm. Shut it. Okay. Shut it. So, I'm... <laughs> Hold on, Dave. Sorry. Unsubstantiate! <laughs> I'm really proud of myself right here because, you Are know, you? I, I took a stridently incorrect position and yep. got you all to agree with me from earlier. But... <laughs> What no, I want to say... We, we wanted you to agree with yourself. No, no. I, That's I do, different. Yeah, come I, on, Martin Luther. Bang those 99 CDs up there. I have a consistent here. Um, and I, actually, this comes down to what you were talking about, about bad adversarialism. Okay. For me, the difference... Well, no, we're, but, we're, but we're, he's also going to be wrong. So go ahead. Okay. Let's, let's listen. Uh, for me, the key word is player versus character. Okay. When you said that they want to... He wants to punish the characters, I'm on board with that. Punish the characters. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. You think, you know, let the characters experience the consequences of their actions and the players figure out wow. how to live through those yeah. consequences. Mm-hmm. Do not seek to punish the players. Punish well, the characters. Well, that's yeah. what he's asking for. Mm. He says right here. Make sure what I... I what, want there to be repercussions for this. That's where you... They the tone need help. of... The, he's not saying that he wants to leave his wife and start swinging. That was just a joke. Or was it? I I'm not saying solution one is punishing the player. What I our I'm other saying. solutions? Wait, wait. Sodium carbonate that was, are that for was the weird. characters. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> oh. Stork's hair is great, <laughs> and it is. It is magical. This goes. What we, what we're first talking about being on a spaceship with a bad GM, you know, and like. Having emotional boundaries crossed between the characters and actual, your actual interpersonal relationships. Sure. Make sure that you actually want to punish the characters as a form of storytelling and not that you want to punish the players because you think what they did was abhorrent. Yeah, that's fine. No, because... That, and that, that is where my dividing line is because it comes down to, like, whether you wanted to or not, Bo wasn't... Like, or Bo, in your example of, like, you know, the, the heretofore unknown trap, like wasn't trying to punish our characters or provide a challenge for our characters. He was actually just trying to screw with us. The players. The players. Yeah. And this That's is, not and, and what's happening here, though. Yeah, I don't we see don't, that. I don't know. I, I get the vibe that it is happening there. Uh, well, then you need to work so. on your reading comprehension, sir. Because oh, damn. that That's is entirely incorrect. And I think that I can cite <laughs> things to see, support no, my so, interpretation. So that, so that is attacking the player. That right? is attacking the player. <laughs> that is attacking yes. the player. Right. Yeah. Um, Wait. He has I've strong got emotional reactions, man. New shit has come to light. He has strong emotional reactions, not to 
the characters, but to the players themselves. Mm-hmm. Because why does it matter the player one is my wife in exclamation marks, and the player two is a well, guy I work with every day, and shouldn't they be better people than this? No, I mean like it surprised him because he thought they would go, but I mean you know, but yeah. but, but that's I what think, I'm saying. Yeah. Is, his, his, he should, but he needs to make sure that he's but, but working with the characters, not not the players. Yeah, but that's where it goes into the second one part. Those, one of those is going to be fun and awesome and great storytelling. And one of those is going to be a, like this joy kill where yes. you're punishing the people. Yes, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, but that's right. why he explains it. But and, he, and, he explains and, it. It's the yeah. I want like I'm not just going to drop rocks on him. Everyone's dead. That would be punishing the players. Yes. No. He wants to go for a slower burn because it's better revenge. <laughs> it's better storytelling. It's better storytelling. But he doesn't say that. He doesn't say because I want this to haunt them. Right? Yeah. Does he as, want to? Does he, as no, no. Characters. You think? You, does, yeah. Does, does, well, but question. he could still. Does he want to still... haunt the characters? Or does he want to haunt the players who have done things that he doesn't well, approve? Well, okay. hold on. But okay. He, and if, I guess like, that's fundamentally the, the divide there. If you we wanna, don't have to keep handling. No, no. no. If you want, the, if you want to punish the, the, the players, they're they're not really they're not really on to. Yeah, that, they were talking about like ghosts haunting the characters. But I like the ghost idea. To haunt the players, just. Talk to your neighbor's wife and be like, hey, middle of the night, just make goblin baby noises. That's, that's yeah, probably awesome. sleeping. <laughs> that is <laughs> fucking awesome. And I'm going to do that to my wife, too. It'll be hilarious. <laughs> yeah. That would actually be a right? funny way to do that. Get that yeah, that would actually be right. pretty rad. Uh, speaking of actually haunting, too, I, I would say, because I, I like all your suggestions about, I mean, definitely about the, the deity, you know, mm-hmm. like uh, maybe having their, and having their powers fizzle or having this... Kind of substitution. societal repercussions. I would also say, give your give these characters PTSD. You know, like make them make make this make yeah. these things start interrupt the long in, rest with a nightmare. About we, right, we, we talked nightmare. about this in, a, in another before. in another uh, podcast. I thought like it was D and D PTSD. Be the worst version of D and D. But it would be something that, like, it's a good point that people have it. Like, I mean, Four? you're on all these, like, horrible things. You see some ridiculous shit. Right. So and actually, it was in our every, first... Every, everything's like D&D 4? Kind of, yeah. That's the worst yeah, one. It was the worst one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, these, players, these players are playing Hero Quest right now, right, in your game. I mean, they're, they're playing a game that's just about combat, and let's go slaughter this thing and not think about it. And you want to transition them to a game where that actually has more storytelling potential, but also more repercussions and just more depth. Right, yeah. you want to transition them from a board game into a role playing game, and um, the way to do that is to give the, is to yes give their characters consequences internal like consequences, not just even not just external ones. Well, because yeah. if because if you only have external consequences, they're going to be like okay, cool. The, the it, this game didn't get any deeper. The, the game board just got bigger, right? Like yeah. which is. Uh, yeah. And, and you want you want to actually you want to work orthogonally for that. Well, well that's well, what that's where like haunting the cleric. Right. Like if yeah. so uh, to your point. Yeah. I think if you if you impact the characters enough, it impacts the player, right? If so, and that that's what happened to me, right? Is that Gammon, right? Gammon hit it hard enough in my character that I had a definitive like oh, oh shit moment. I gotta as make a, a player. choice. Right. And I, and I and like I still think about it as a player like. Okay, like you know, how do I play? And it, and it evolved my playing a little bit. And and it's it's like any of the you know, in the Star Wars games where like if you make enough bad choices, it comes that well the dark side's a call on you, and it's you need to make that choice. You go mm-hmm. back to the light, or you. But it's the you know that becomes a narrative arc that you know can yeah. 
not maybe haunt a player, but it, it will definitely make them think. And it makes a richer narrative. It, it goes, you take a murder-hobo situation, and you turn it into an entire season's worth of character arc. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's exactly it. It's, it's that character arc. It's that, mm-hmm. it's that, oh, shoot, I did make a mistake. Here's how I'm going to rectify it. Or, uh, no, I'm going to double down on it. And it's going to get way worse. Dave, Dave's tired of your shit, Tim. You just walked away. <laughs> right as we were wrapping up. You, it took years to work up to this point, but I finally achieved it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's like, he's done. He's gone. <laughs> let's, let's hit a random button on the soundboard. Wait, is that the off button? Oh, it's taking just as long as it does for Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody else's finger. Serpent's blood. Serpent's There we go. Blood. It was a button. Yeah, it was a button. <laughs> and a good choice. An All right. choice. I thought right. so. So I think that's it. Um, yeah. Everybody, uh, who I, is it? I don't know if it could be that's it because I don't know how to stop that No, thing. no, no. no. We've got to keep, keep talking. on talking. Yeah, we're, that's fine. I think <laughs> no, got, let's just rewind this. So, so no, but... but DM th- Frankie Pete, thank you. Anyway, I'm not, I'm not being as inconsistent as you thought I was. But th- Frankie, thank I, you for the, for the... Actually, I read that email earlier and... I, you know, I was thinking about thinking it through for, you know, most of the evening. I think oh, so you cheated? Oh, cheated. You cheated. It, was that against the rules? No, no not at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you cheated. Oh, I should have yeah. worn my dicky shirt. It wasn't against the rules, but you still cheated. Like yours. Oh, yeah, because I could have worn that at work. I mean, like, who the hell is Jose Rob? What are you doing? You're fired. Could have had fired. that in your bag. Oh. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, Tim, <laughs> Tim, you, you missed his face up. Oh, yeah, I could have had that in my bag. <laughs> that would have required forethought. You know how good about that I am. Yeah. It's just like foreplay. I still don't do it. Um, so, um, so basically, uh, DM Frankie P, thank you very much. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. You need to hook up with uh, Malifer over no, in Orlando. No, seriously, don't do that. Don't or, do your, that. or your carpool. No, or, oh, no. 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 And don't, don't get divorced because you're... No, because not your divorced. Wife, no. your wife did no, Mal- Mal- Malifer is not, not, the, not the... It's not the neighbor. At the, at the previous email. That's still... It's not... Malifer's not solution Malifer one. Malifer should get divorced either, okay? <laughs> Love the one I, I you're with. with Love the one we're with. <laughs> okay? <laughs> you can't be with one you love. Okay. Love All right. You and your coworker, murder that guy. Murder that guy. Oh my god. No. Then you get two wives. We at Happy Jacks <laughs> RPG podcast do not condone murder, unless it's hobos. <laughs> you I claim this man's possessions. Allegedly. No. I don't know what's going on. What for some, for some really hey, good. Hey Dave. Um, Dave, how long have we been going? Two hours, fourteen minutes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. There's some really, really good consideration oh, of, I think, of the, of, the, <laughs> of the whole, like, breaking down the green skin enemy, like, trope. Why are um, green? Definitely Order of the Stick, I think, is a, is, is a great comic on that. On the, that includes yeah. a lot of that subject matter. Yeah, they, you do, know, they go through it a lot. It really, you know, show, draws all the characters. So yeah. does... Um, Steve Lichman. So yeah. does Flintlock's Guide Azeroth. They do it, too. Yeah. It's time to pick down, put down the pipe and pick up the poem. That's still one of my favorite lines of anything ever. Okay. All right. Uh, um, so coming up the the rest of the week on Sunday, we are back to the dolce de leche of sadness. The tiramisu of agony, <laughs> some may say. The creme brulee of suffering? Yes. Yeah. Tim? The chocolate bar of patheticness? <laughs> <laughs> That's bad. Doesn't even have almonds. It makes you feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> just, 
Why am I eating this chocolate bar? It's not even good. <laughs> what would I do? <laughs> it's like the, the the treats from last from last session. Yeah. <laughs> the licorice, salt licorice. Thanks. Salt licorice is so good. Oh, what? Oh, it's good. Oh, we should them. have some. Okay. Yeah, have oh. some Swedish monkey death. <laughs> Uh, I will next There's a whole there. satchel of it right there okay. for you. <laughs> All right, so experience it on the air. Right what? there. Go there. Grab them. What is it? Right there, the little yellow bag. It's oh. all for you. They want to see your it's face. It's all for you. Rob. How bad is it? Uh, they want to see your, your, delicious. Your, your, your expression of utter of it's so utter ecstatic. You're gonna love it. See, you're gonna love it. In, all right. I think in, in your scale, th- these would qualify as not that bad. Oh, so it's like goat seed. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that. Yeah, that's basically where it's at. <laughs> well, it's worth. It. Oh my God! No, no it's not that no, bad. It's say not it. Bad. Sorry. Wait. Wait. Shh, shh, say it. <laughs> it's not that bad. Yeah. It's like after he gets Thank through you. the single Thank solitary you. tear. <laughs> Once you get rid of all the salt, you still it's not that bad. I would like some water, but it's not that bad. No. Finish the bag. <laughs> Alright, anyway. Yes. So, Desert of Despair is a Sunday. Um, Sunday at? Sunday at 5 p.m. Pacific time. Hold Ooh. on, let me. Glug, 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 glug. Oh, Gordy. It's solid going down. Um, Water? So, no, the little licorice oh. thing, it just doesn't dissolve. Um, so, uh, we're two sessions. We've only got two sessions left. Um, we've, we've The penultimate session. Yeah. So, so of I'm the cheesecake of weakness. <laughs> so I am going to. Uh, I'm curious to see what happens. To be honest with you, because we're on a little bit of an accelerated timeline. And to be honest with you, I'm really bummed it's ending. I kind of want it to keep going. So, Jason, get your shit together. Plan a day. Um, so, and then and then after that, we've got uh, masks on Monday, where Dave will come with another ridiculous hairdo. No, what? Don't be giving away the secrets. What? Secrets. Spoilers. Spoilers. You you show up on camera with your hair going. Oh yeah. 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 Everybody knows that. Yeah. But don't give away any further secrets. I don't know any further secrets. I thought you were going to something. Dead on his horse. El Cid. Old Yeller dies. Okay. So 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 mask. He dies. Yes. Uh, Run by Jib. That's that's not what happens. Gina Jib. El Cid dies. Okay. Okay. Everybody else. Yeah. Uh, and then no prime time away. <laughs> this week, but on Friday we'll be back, right? Oh, yeah. Bogfest! Bogfest Bog is on Saturday. Bog if you're in the uh, Southern California area, um, you can see please the Boggards sing for free. Bar. Yes, at uh, Callahan's Bar in Irwindale. Uh, mm-hmm. Look it up; it's on the internet. Um, and also we have um, the Southern the California Southern Renaissance, Renaissance Fair, Fair is still going on till May twenty. Correct, and there's a 21st. and the Happy Jacks meet listener meetup on the 13th at the Rogues Reef stage yeah. at one o'clock. We'll be doing our big group picture, but feel free to come by anytime. You will see me there most of the time, and other folks you probably know. Yeah, and unfortunately, I just found out I cannot make that. Oh, um, my my wife's grandmother is having a 91st birthday right at the same time. Oh. I'm out of town for. Sounds like I'm sad. I would like to go to the Happy Jacks. Thing. I like my wife's grandmother, but but you like but the ninety-one-year-old birthday party is really not as exciting as getting drunk with a bunch of jackers. Fair, yeah, fair, yeah. at fair, yeah, at fair, yeah. at fair, <laughs> Southern California Renaissance, Renaissance Fair, fair. the original. 
So, um, yes, the oatmeal cookie of disappointment is going to be happening on Sunday. I also like the baked Alaska of malevolence. <laughs> wow, no. Oh, we got a winner right there. <laughs> because it's hot. The yeah. divinity of That's... despondency. Divinity? What's divinity. The, what's the divinity? You never had divinity? You get it at Klein's Corner in New Mexico at the Four Corners. It's like this white taffy kind of Oh, yeah. Stuff. Yeah, I know that stuff. You know, it's, oh. my favorite, it's my dad's favorite candy. That's what I'm not a big fan. Okay. But I know what you're talking about. Right. Here, does your dad want monkey shit? No. <laughs> no. I like to keep it because he delights in watching new people eat it. It was. It's not that bad. No, I know. But he delights in the reaction phase. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. Right. We we did not have the same reaction that you did. The bananas did. foster of erectile dysfunction. <laughs> <laughs> There's a pill for that. That's going that's Ooh. going a different direction now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it had to be the banana foster. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, anything else, Hosehead? Yes. Yes. This evening. Many of you are used to seeing or hearing a uh, Boggard's song at the end of <gasps> yes, the son show. of a biscuit, good <laughs> call, dude. Um, or perhaps a Merry Wives of Windsor song. Sometimes at the end of the a sport of tricks. Sometimes Kurt Big Steve or Sue. Sometimes <laughs> something else ish. However, tonight we have a very special musical guest, sort of <laughs> uh, live on tape. <laughs> yes, live on <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, we'll do it live. A friend of Rob's and mine that has worked for years to put together. The definitive crossover so, album. Yeah, so let me give a little bit oh, of sure. context. Yeah, yeah. so so a uh, guy I used to work with, um, used to be a video game journalist, stuff like that. He, about five years ago, he and his wife were having a conversation, and she she kind of pro-offered the idea. He's in a parody band already, and he, she pro-offered the idea. She's like, wouldn't it be fun to make a, a Beatles Star Wars mashup? And, and it just kind of sat there. And then all of a sudden, it's like percolated. She's like, she's like, wouldn't it work really well with Sergeant Pepper's? And it kind of sat there. So for five years, he and his he and his co bandmate, uh, my friend's name is Dan Amrick. His co band uh, it's at Dan Amrick on Twitter. Mm-hmm. His co bandmate is a guy named Jude Kelly, and they would switch back and forth writing the lyrics and stuff like that. And his wife, who's a really talented photographer, set up videos. And they actually made videos. And so what it is, it's um, it's a Star Wars mashup of Star Wars A New Hope mashup with Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, the entire album. Every and song. Every song. And so every song is Star Wars based and it goes chronologically, chronologically through, the film. through New Hope with every song from Sgt. Pepper's album. And that there's is, videos on YouTube. That is fairly awesome. There's videos for and all of them is, on Their YouTube. band is called Palette Swap Ninja. Yes. And so you can look for that. And the amazing thing is, like, he... So I was, I was trading a couple of texts with him, and, and, um, and, I, and, like, he was on Nerdist. He was on NPR. He's been, it's been all over because he specifically wanted to time it for May 4th. And, and I'm, you know, I'm trading texts and like, dude, this is amazing. And he's like, I never thought we would come close to this amount of coverage. And he's like, at one point, I was just sitting there going, man, I just hope Robert likes these jokes. Because he didn't think it was going to go far at all. He thought it was going to be his immediate group of friends, mm-hmm. and that's it. And now it's like the biggest thing since sliced blue yeah. milk. Yeah. And, and then sliced blue milk? Yeah, I know. It's, it's a big well, thing. But not as big as Dan It's a pretty big thing. So needless to say, um, please go check it out. The album's available for free. 
It's a great piece of work. He's very talented, very funny. Um, he and his wife have their own podcast called Dan and Cat Talk, which is starting up again, where they just talk about bullshit. And they've they've done one completely say, about do? this album. Um, so it's it's a lot of fun, and and he's a supremely talented and pretty funny looking guy. So awesome, yeah. awesome. So uh, we'll go around one last time. I'm Kadave. Thank you for joining us for season 19, episode seven. Of Happy Jack's RPG podcast. Send complaints to Teleotic on the Happy Jack's forum. Really? That's the name you chose? Teleotic. Mm. All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> you don't approve my rebranding. No, I mean, whatever. You do you. <laughs> what's, your, what's your name? Uh, Steven huh? Clockwork on the forums. This was our segue. I know, but... You just blew our segue. Exactly. <laughs> I'd like you to blow my segue. Hi, I'm Rob. Um, I showed up late. But I'm happy to be here now with my friends. And we, will, we may return in a year if Stu ever lets us Who come knows? back. Who knows? <laughs> I don't think this went badly. Everything's here and not on fire. So that's not, not, not over yet. It's like... <laughs> so. All right. So uh, Thank you very much for joining us. And we'll catch you next time. We'll leave you with a song. And we will leave you with a song, but we won't completely fade off the video stream either, so it can be on there too. Yay. Oh, uh, so here comes... The uh, the audio, the beginning of the album of Princess Leia's Stolen Death Star Plans. Stokes hair is great.
How can this be a real consular ship? No ambassador that I can see. Oh, you're all spies with illicit help from your friends. Hey, but nice try with illicit help from your friends. You're gonna die along with all of your friends. What did you do with those plans you were sent? I'm a diplomat from Alderaan. You're not on a merciful mission this time. But I'm hoping you'll believe I am. No, cause you lie with illicit help from your friends. You're a spy with illicit help from your friends. You're gonna die along with all of your friends. I want those plans in my glove. Can you see she's a traitor? I need those plans in my glove. One part was jettisoned during the fight. I believe you'll find the plans inside. We'll bring the passengers all that we find. And you know that I want them alive. Oh, you're a spy with illicit help from your friends. Mm, and you lie with illicit help from your friends. Oh, you're gonna die with illicit help from your friends. Do you need something better? I want those plans in my glove. Can you see she's a traitor? I need those plans in my glove. Oh, you're a spy with illicit help from your friends And they lie with illicit help from their friends mm, Gonna die with illicit help from your friends Yes, they're all spies with illicit help from their friends With illicit help from their friends